1: Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer, and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. (laughs) Mrs. Buff, if you want, I can mail you the Bub Timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can?
2: (laughs) No, I have not had it in the can.
3: (laughs) notice i closed my eyes i concentrated really hard
2: now live from the brewing network
4: studios in northern california this is the radio program for home
2: brewers Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session.
1: Well, all right, everybody. Welcome to the session. I'm your host today, Justin Crosley. Joining me in the studio is Jason J.P. Petros. Hi, Justin. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're here. And uh, Bevo is in, the, in her box. Hi. In her little box over there, too, as well. Uh, Teresa is running late today, I have heard. Uh, traffic or something, I don't know. Bay Area gets you.
0: Barry gets you, baby.
1: Every time, it's going to get you. Uh, we got a great show planned for you today. Ocean View Brew Works out of Albany, California is in the studio with us. Uh, very enthusiastic bunch. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Are they amped? And I think they are. They seem pumped out there. And they nice. brought us some beer, of course. Uh, um, yeah. So we'll be sipping on that. Uh, little samples
0: speaking of sipping mm-hmm. how's everything going let's get an
1: update <laughs> on my uh dry justin my, 2.0 dry justin uh still dry Okay. Uh, yep. How many days? Uh, uh, this is two weeks now, I think. Wow. You know, two weeks, seven hours, and eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. well, but who's counting? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not important <laughs> at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm a couple weeks in, you know, still on, the, still on the wagon.
0: Now, have you wavered and had, like, a pint here and there, or except no. for the last show on Monday where you had some sips, that's it?
1: That's it. Which I kind of was thinking about even the last show, I didn't even finish my samples. I'm guessing I had maybe three ounces Mm -hmm. of beer on the show.
0: Which we should clarify, because usually you say that that's the marker that the beer isn't good
1: if you don't finish. So
0: while you're doing the dry Justin...
1: It does. All that, bets are off.
0: That's right. That's right. Because that beer was very good. Yeah, the
1: right. beer was great last week. So <laughs> yeah. nobody should. And, and just, in fact,
0: sort of realized that. I was like, oh no.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was glad, that, you know, that we talked about it with the guests too, so that they yeah. didn't also think because who doesn't finish a four ounce sample? <laughs> you know, yeah, like you how mean? bad is your beer <laughs> if you, if the host doesn't finish a four ounce sample? Yeah. But I did it. I you know I'm just uh, I'm I, I don't know. I'm a, it's a thing right now. I'm on I'm on the wagon. So do you
0: feel any diff?
1: i don't know people keep asking me that you know yeah not re- I'm, I'm bored more <laughs> i yeah. think i said that last week i'm bored yeah. um i don't know there's a few differences but overall not I, I don't know you want
0: to talk about them or not i'm just very uh, curious you know
1: uh let's see I I fall asleep better. I might be yeah. sleeping better in general. Okay. Which is weird because you know a lot of times they'll say oh when you when you quit drinking if you're a heavy drinker right you you might experience insomnia. But I I'm the opposite. I always had insomnia. And now I'm kind of falling asleep all right. Yeah. Because you know, they kind of say like, oh, well, when you're drinking a lot, you, it's easy, you, you'll it's you pass out, right? Like it's easier to fall asleep, but then you don't sleep all that well.
0: Right. Yeah. You get terrible sleep.
1: Yeah. And for me, uh, I was I had more insomnia, I think, when I was I drinking. Had, I had a tougher time falling asleep. I probably didn't sleep all that well, but I had a tougher time falling asleep. Uh, right now, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of conking out. Okay. And probably sleep in a good solid eight hours.
0: Yeah, because you, you do know. have have a tendency to sleep deep into the day are you up at a, at a at a normal humanistic type of, type of bed.
1: Uh, sometimes okay. I do. I guess I wake up pretty promptly around eight eight thirty every day. But a lot of times I'll just fall back to sleep too. Okay. It, it depends on what time I do go to bed. Yeah. But I could easily like I mean before I could like get into bed at midnight or one and not fall asleep till three or four like Oof. fairly easily. Woof. Uh yeah. And now I'm kind of falling asleep when I get into bed. So that you know. That's different. My skin's doing weird shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Like, in some ways, my skin's clearing up, but in other ways, like, my face has this, like, it's constantly, like, red and irritated right now. And I don't know what that is. I don't think that has anything to do with it, but I don't know why that's happening. Mm -hmm. It might be, I'm simultaneously, I'm cold all the time. Yeah. uh, I'm having these weird things, so I end up, like, looking up. I'm like, oh, like, what are the withdrawal symptoms? I don't have any of the withdrawal symptoms. You have it sounds
3: like you're going through menopause. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> or you're pregnant. Well, and so because I'm cold all the time, I'm like cranking up the heat at my place yeah. to like 71. Ew. Dear. And I'm wearing a hoodie. Wow. And I'm wondering okay. then if I'm just like drying my skin out. Like that's the, what's going on with oh, my face because yeah. I'm like blasting the dry heat. And then sure. It, right. So I'm trying to like I'm trying not to associate things that there's no association. Yeah. So I'm thinking
0: maybe a little humidifier you need. Or
1: something. But yeah. But in terms in terms of, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, you feel great. I don't know. I don't feel all that different. You don't different. feel different. Not really. That's
0: interesting. Because, yeah. you know, talking to the few people that I do know that, that either do this or have stopped drinking, they they feel cognitively a little bit better. They, they mm. can think clearer. They're a little sharper. They're, they're a little more energetic. Yeah. A little more happier. You don't feel anything. You're just the same miserable piece of shit.
1: (laughs) Kinda, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
0: I I love that to be honest with you, because at least you know that it's not you're not a different person when you're drinking when you're not
1: drinking. Yeah, I'm sort of happy to find that out, and I was happy to find out that I didn't really have any of the withdrawal symptoms too. Because look, you know, I am a heavy drinker. I've always been a heavy drinker. So you wonder. You're like, well, shit. What does that mean? Like, am I am I also then like addicted to alcohol so that my body like sort of craves it? Yeah. None of that has happened. Damn, um, I love that for you. So, yeah, me too. Because God, who wants to quit drinking like for good? What a what a waste of life that is. Yeah. Uh, sorry if you've had to do that out there. Um, but
0: <laughs> if you're listening and you,
1: if <laughs> you love this show but you can't drink, so I but I haven't. Each. I do in some ways. I'm enjoying. Um, being completely sober, so okay. because of that, I don't really have a uh, a cutoff. I don't know when I'm gonna start drinking again. Probably when I decide, like, oh, I actually really want a beer right now. What? But like, I am. I mean, I guess you're. I'm not noticing like some major cognitive differences, but at the same time, I'm enjoying being completely sober all the time for some weird reason.
0: Yeah, I guess that's my question: is what do you enjoy about it? But it sounds like you haven't really pinned it down yet.
1: I think I do. I think maybe I'm slightly more productive. I do find myself. I always like work late into the evening. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I kind of hit my stride like after eight o'clock. That you know, I'll work till you know midnight or one. Um, I think I find I'm more productive during those hours. So my my work hours are the same, but I do I do feel like maybe I'm getting more done during that time. And I guess i 'm just enjoying it 's a different feel it 's just different, yeah, being sober all the time, <laughs> right, so even though I keep saying like i 'm super bored in some ways it 's interesting to to feel different right. you know um, yeah, so i don 't really know when i 'm going to start again,
0: so would you call yourself? trans alcohol you're transitioning from (laughs) alcohol to non is that that is that a term we
1: could use i don't think so okay i think it would take like some epic self-discovery during this time (laughs) for me to be like oh you love not drinking i do i miss beer a little bit because it just tastes so good (laughs) right so i do kind of miss like i've had uh 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 like a six pack of my one of my favorite beers. I I have Drake's 1500. Just it's been sitting in my fridge the whole time. And every now and then I look at it and I go, "Ah, oh, it's t- it's so tasty, but I don't <laughs> but I don't want one."
0: Right. Uh, I feel like with the amount of self discovery journeys you've been on, there's not <laughs> enough. There's not a whole lot left to discover about yourself. Like you pretty much, yeah. You should. <laughs> yeah. You're there. I pretty much you've know. read the encyclopedia. Yeah, A to Z. But.
1: I know all the ways I'm a fucking asshole. Um, yeah. Yeah. So and I do The don't way th- that you're not. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think. I'm off it, you know, like forever or whatever. I will, you know what I'm curious about? I'm more curious about uh, how much I go back to it. In other words, the yeah. the amount, the, the number of days in a week and the amount that I drink. I wonder, I feel like that might alter. Yes. You know, now that I uh, have experienced the other side a little bit, yeah. uh, that maybe I'll be like, oh, it's fine not to catch a buzz today you know you
0: know what would have been interesting is for all of us to do this at, like together
1: oh that's a good call yeah, yeah. I tend to not plan these things, though. So you know, <laughs> I, I, like I just, mean, I could just out. say
3: that I'm doing it with
1: you. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it was the same as when I quit. I, I just wake up one day and just start these things. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, we could do that at another time, or you can start now if you want. You've got a beer in your glass already. Let me start now. <laughs> <As you drink. laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm also curious, like, the day I'm like, oh, I want to drink now, I wonder if I'll just, like, go on a bender or if I'll just have a beer. (laughs) I
0: hope that you start drinking bourbon.
1: (laughs) No, 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 I don't need another. You know, where you're
0: like, I I really want Mm -hmm. alcohol, but I want to get drunk with beer. I don't know, and then someone just throws you a, four roses or
1: something. Oh, and then I'll get hammered. Yeah, too. And like
0: but you, then you're like a bourbon head. You're a spirits guy.
1: For I now. would hate you that. Get I white hope girl that, drunk. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which happens to me. Oh, I, I hope I don't do that. That doesn't. No, I don't want that.
3: It kind of seems like you're you're just unknowingly mentally preparing yourself for spending time in a vehicle. <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah, I do have a lot of driving uh, coming up. But even then, yeah, I've done the RV trips. I would just, you know, sure, like drive all day, but then like the minute I get to camp, crack open those beers, you know? Yeah. Um, Walking
0: out of the RV, drinking a beer. Oh,
1: literally. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, I got to set up, grab a beer, walk out and set up, you know? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll go right back to my my heavy drinking habits. I really I have no idea. All I know so far is that I'm fine and I'm cool not doing it for a while. Yeah. And uh I don't really know when I'm going to pick it up or, or or what that looks like either.
0: I, you know, I feel that way uh about a lot of stuff, but I I think what you're going to find is I would I would bet that you're not going to be drinking as heavily Mm-hmm. As often. Mm-hmm. You'll still do it every now and then, but because you want to, but you know now that you do it a lot of the times out of boredom. Yeah. So I think you'll be able to sort of have that self check and be like, eh, I don't really need this. So
1: yeah, I think that might happen. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll th- I feel like I'll mix in water more often. I am enjoying being hi- super like uber hydrated. Yeah. But like I said, I always I basically only drink either beer or water. There's no like soda in there. There's no like juice in there. It's just yeah. But now it's just water, water, and I do like being super hydrated. I, that feels good. So I think, yeah, you might be right. If I cut down, I'll be like, oh, two beers, two glasses of water. Because I I do have this thing, like once I get liquid in a glass, I just keep drinking it. So I do think now I know that I'm like, oh, well, just put a different liquid in there. It doesn't have to be beer for all six glasses you're going to have this hour. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Regan, who used to work at More Beer, um, he would always say, one glass of beer, for every two or no one glass of water for every two glasses of beer right two to one yeah. little ratio and then you'll just you can kind of just go it's pretty fair yeah that's that's a good idea
1: yeah I th- yeah we'll see I, I don't really know all right well
0: we look i do forward think to hearing
1: about i it. do think it's good for my organs like whether i feel it or not i know for sure that like my liver is enjoying <laughs> the break
0: yeah for you your this is uh, for your liver this is like christmas day in world war one yeah where all the fighting just stopped Right. And everyone yeah. played soccer for about six minutes yeah. and then killed each other. So and, we're waiting for that other side
1: well, to come through. And that little bastard, those little bastards, like, can completely, like, uh, regenerate themselves. Yeah. Like, com- as long as you haven't done enough damage that you're all, like, <laughs> yeah, um, right. like literally build, like, scar tissue. like. Barring that, that entire organ can regenerate itself, so I think that'll probably be good for me. Absolutely. You know, yeah, it's been going since I'm, like, 15 years old, <laughs> so I figure, it like, that it's enjoying. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that could use a good three weeks, a month, yeah. whatever. Or
0: it's crying you know. and talking to your kidneys about why he doesn't love you anywhere. You know what? Your organs yeah. are sort of like Toy Story. Right, where now you know your bladder's getting more of a workout from all the water, and so your other organs. Like, why doesn't Justin
1: play with us? Everybody yeah, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh? So I don't know. We'll, yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens. Well, good. Well, today's program is brought to you by the good folks over at More Beer. Go to morebeer.com and check them out. And while you're there, you can check out their uh, Extra Pale uh, it, it malt. It's a modern two-row base malt designed for very light-colored beers. And uh, it's a it's a unique uh, malt that's kilned like a pilsner um, to have a very light color. But it's got uh, all the flavor of a pale malt. So go check it out. Go to morebeer.com and look at their Extra Pale. On today's program, like I said, we've got Ocean View Brewery works are going to be in the studio with us and uh i'm looking forward to that all right Let's do just a couple of announcements. Announcements are brought to you today by the 21st Amendment. You can go to 21st-amendment.com and learn all about them. And uh, you might still find their uh, Tasty IPA on the shelves. And, of course, that started as a collaboration with uh, everybody's favorite brewcaster, Mike Tasty McDole. And now it's in their regular seasonal lineup uh, at 6.8% ABV and 58 IBUs. It's got a light straw color. um, And, boy, does it have some hops in it. Uh, Calypso, Simcoe, Azaka. Amarillo, Citra, Simcoe, Lupulin pellet, Centennial, Cascade, Equinaut, Cascade Lupulin powder, Mosaic, and I guess some Morizaka just for fun. Uh, go check it out at taste, uh, Sorry, at Twenty First amendmentcom and it's there, um, tasty. IPA. All right, tickets are now on sale for the Brewing Network's eleventh annual Spring Brews Festival. That's happening Saturday, March twenty eighth, from noon to four, right here in uh, lovely Concord, California, right in the Toto Santos Park. You can go to thebrewingnetwork dot com and uh, click on our events right there, and you can uh, buy buy your tickets. I'd get them now. The price does go up as time goes on, but uh, for forty bucks, you are going to get like sixty two craft beer uh, craft breweries. That's actually about a hundred and four different beers, um, and it's all you can taste. So Come on out and join us for our Spring Brews Festival. Tickets are on sale now. If you want to volunteer for that, we're always looking for volunteers. You can send uh, an email to Bevo, that's B-E-E-V-O, Bevo, at com. And uh, we, you get uh, free admission. You only have to work for half of the festival. And uh, you get to go enjoy it for the rest of the time. We're always looking for volunteers. So send your email to Bevo at the brewing network.com. If you want to support us, uh, we thank you so much for doing that. You can do your Amazon shopping, just click the Amazon link on our homepage and then just shop as normal and we really appreciate it. Uh, it really is no uh, uh, no it doesn't cost you anything to do that and it helps us out a whole bunch. And you can also subscribe and join the BN army. Just click the donate button and for as little as $2 a month you're entered into the More Beer monthly donation giveaway, which is a chance to win 100 bucks to spend over at More Beer. And um, all of that support we really appreciate. You know, many of you have been doing it for years. I will t- Tell you this, of all of our listeners, it's um, less than, I think, 2% uh, of you are, are subscribers. And um, if even 10% of people subscribe, it would change everybody's life here at the Brewing Network. That's right. And uh, probably even the content we're allowed to bring you. So, you know, just consider that if you like the content for as little as two bucks a month. And we're going to be having a, a new way for you to support us uh, here pretty soon, too. So stay tuned for that. All right. Yeah. Go over to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and uh, you can follow us there. Uh,
0: Sure. You can do all sorts of stuff over there.
1: Yeah. Send your feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. You can send your show ideas there for guests uh, or just feedback, and we like to hear all of it. Positive, negative, we don't care. Send it all in to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. All right. Do we have a Twitter game today? We do, Justin. Thank you. Twitter game is brought to you today by the Beersmith Brewing Software. Go to beersmith.com. Get your free 21-day trial. And uh, if you've been hearing me say this all these years and you've never done it, just go do it. Trust me, it's really great stuff, and even if you're like used to the way you do it, you're going to love it. Go to beersmith.com. Get your free trial today. What's our Twitter game?
0: Uh, well, Justin, given the recent bout of hospitalizations at the Brewing Network... Right. You know, spanning, you know, five years, maybe six years, but a few of us in the hospital every now and then.
1: Okay, yeah. I
0: think Bev might be the only
1: one who hasn't wound well, up in the hospital. Well, now you jinxed her, didn't you?
0: Yeah, good. She kind of deserves a jinx, to be That's honest. That's rude. With <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: um, we think it's time for us to sponsor a wing of our local hospital. That's where we are financially, so I know right. I yeah. apologize to bring this up now on the heels of the uh, give us more money speech, but... yeah. We have hospital money. We have hospital wing money. So what I want to know is what sort of ailments should the new BN wing treat, and then what's it called? Because that's the contract we signed with a hospital. I'm not going
1: to say which. There's a few in the area. Sure.
0: We get to choose what we focus on.
1: I like it. Thank you. All right. What ailments can we solve? Hopefully all of mine.
0: <laughs> I really thought about uh, uh, punning it up in and, and A-L-E-M-E-N-C-S.
1: Oh, but, uh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, right. I, mean, I am a dad now. So. <laughs> yeah, you're ripe for the puns. Uh, all right. We have time to do some feedback. A lot of people writing in. A lot of people um,
0: writing in. Long feedback.
1: Yep. Uh, people That's are excited stuff. about the North American tour, so we're getting a lot of feedback about that. Feedback's brought to you today, of course, by the Beer Law Center. Go to beerlawcenter dot com, and John can take care of you like he takes care of our trademark or your brewery filings or anything you may need. Just send him an email. Go to beerlawcenter dot com. Uh, you will not be disappointed. John's a good uh, he's a good dude, and he's got a good team over there. All right, let's see. Kathy writes in from South Carolina. Uh, hello to the entire crew of the session. Uh, I want to give a special shout-out to Teresa, <laughs> since I was just listening to the Alara session. Not here. Where Justin commented on her never getting any recognition, and Teresa's not here.
0: Oh,
1: Teresa. She, she can't win, that yeah, one. Yeah, no, she can't. Um, all right, Kathy says, thank you for the great lineup of shows on the Brewing Network. I've been listening for a couple years and have enjoyed the broad range of topics and styles of the hosts. Recently joined the BN Army as a corporal. Hey! Yeah, thank, thank you. you that. very much. Um, she's giving back for the great entertainment and knowledge, she says.
0: That's right. We need that big money energy in 2020, boys.
1: Yeah. So, Kathy says, I wanted to pitch our brewery uh, to you as a potential stop on the Session Summer Tour. It's called Liability Brewing. And they're located in Greenville, South Carolina.
0: Sounds like it's owned by Sam. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, She says, we opened our doors in August of 2018 with the mantra of, life needs a liability. What the hell does that mean, she says. (laughs) Um, And I agree, I have the same question. It means life is better with a little excitement, with adventure, with our dumbass friends who embarrass themselves and us on every outing. Sometimes a bad idea is better than a good one. Doesn't that sound a lot like Justin's philosophy on life? Except right now, during his I'm not drinking phase, what the fuck, she says. (laughs) Uh, You're right. That is generally my uh, philosophy on life. You're right. I don't know what is going on with me. Um, uh, Teresa, this email said hello to you. And uh, and then you weren't yeah, even.
0: Uh, oh, she was listening I was, live. I
5: was live streaming on my way. Okay,
1: I've it.
0: literally never done
5: that. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh,
1: okay. What else does she say? Uh, oh, oh, and one last pitch for you to come visit us. My husband is on the South Carolina Brewers Guild board, and is working to modernize the craft brewing laws in South oh. Carolina. If that topic is of interest.
0: Cool virtue signaling. Um, I mean, wow
1: she even apologizes for the long post she says um kathy i love this invite and guess what i'm totally driving through south carolina obviously on my way to asheville i'll be coming up from florida and then probably something in georgia so kathy i will be reaching out to you because uh, it sounds like a great brewery to go visit And I needed a spot in South Carolina anyway. And you are a liability. (laughs) Uh, And I'm definitely a liability. And I guess we should, Kathy, we should do the show and then go get in trouble somewhere. That's right. Me and your team. So keep that in mind. But keep me out of jail. Um, Bevo doesn't like to have to bail me out of anywhere. Uh, Thank you for you for writing in, Kathy.
3: Of Uh, anywhere. Of anywhere.
1: Anywhere. Bail me out of anywhere. Um, Nick writes in. It's supposed to NIC
0: I don't like that I don't like it either Yeah it's very uh, <laughs> mid 90s I don't know why
1: is that his nick? Is it Nick's nickname, or that's? Is he I feel like a...
0: he's a guy who has like a table set in San Francisco that sells off-market uh, cologne.
1: <laughs> it kind of makes sense though, if the full name is Nicholas. There's no K in Nicholas, is there? No, no, so NIC I mean, is actually more why, accurate than Nick.
5: Why
0: is Dick short for Richard?
1: <laughs> so what's, what's
5: your what's your stance on N-I-K? I I have a friend. I don't like that N-I-K. either. That's
0: that's actually worse.
1: Well, really? you, yeah. Oh, and I can't. Uh, and then NIC. N I C. Yeah, yeah, it is worse. N I C yeah. is worse. I'm not. I'm coming over to N I C side. I feel like it's closer to Nicholas. You know? Well, see, you don't put an A. It could be niche.
0: So N I C is, is it was bad, but then you hear N I K, and now suddenly N I C is not so bad.
1: Right. Yeah. It's all contextual. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Well, Nick from Old Bull Brewing. Right. I'm sure they're in.
0: both nice people. Let's yes. Not getting hate mail from J P.
1: Uh, Nick says, I'm a long-time listener and saw that you're taking the show on the road this spring. If your travels take you through Montana on the the I-90, you're welcome to stop at my brewery, Old Bull Brewing, which is right off of I-90, in the small town of Frenchtown.
0: How's bull spelled?
1: B U L No B U L L. Four L's. Yeah, B U L L. Fifty Miles West of Missoula. Opened in twenty nineteen. They have a three barrel Blickman system. Wow and they use the Beersmith Brewing software. Jiminy Christmas. Right, yeah. Uh Nick says I've been on Doctor Homebrew placed first at HomebrewCon con okay. um in 2018 with a dark mild and anyway learned a lot over the years listening to your shows and would love the chance to buy you some beers oh man uh, cheers and safe travels from nick uh so nick i Ooh. do think i i love me some montana mm. uh if i make it though it's going to be at the tail end of the tour so it would be september
0: well, wow, you're like an EKG. You're going to go up and down and up and down.
1: Well, kind of, kind of. I'm actually trying to do... It's not that bad. It okay. sounds like it, but it's not quite that bad. And that's why Montana is sort of at the end. Um, and it would be out of my route home. I, I would then be traveling north. But that's okay, because I love Montana. Okay. So, Nick, thank you for the invite. And uh, if once I sort of hammer out those plans, I will let you know. Appreciate that. Uh, Mark writes in, uh, he suggests that I stop in Memphis, Tennessee on the tour and possibly do a show from Crosstown Brewing Company. Um, He says, since Homebrew Con is in Nashville, perhaps you can coordinate a stop. It's a three-hour drive to Memphis. Um, He does want me to go, he says, or go during Memphis in May which is a, it's a title, Memphis in May, which is a large <laughs> festival during the month of May that includes a music festival down on the river one weekend, and then, JP, yes. the World Championship Barbecue Cooking Contest on another weekend. Let's go! He says, uh, locally we call the barbecue contest Barbecue Fest, and it's a huge party.
0: I love both of those things.
5: Yeah, it sounds awesome. I, I love one of those
1: I think things. May, though, I don't know that I can do it. Mm-hmm. I th- Right now, I'm supposed to be in Florida in May. And this is where it starts to get zigzaggy if I change my plans, yeah. because I would, I'm going to be leaving San Antonio at the end of April, right? Uh-huh. and I would have to shoot up to Tennessee and then down to, to Florida. And I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to keep it as consistent as I can. But I do think we'll stop in Memphis on the way or the way out of HomebrewCon. So Memphis is definitely on my list. I will keep the brewery name in mind, and thank you for that uh, update. He does say it's the brewery was built um, next to a large urban renovation of what used to be a giant Sears catalog center.
0: I mean, imagine how big a Sears is in general.
1: Yeah. But right, a, catalog a catalog center, center. Yeah.
0: has to be... A quintillion square
1: feet, and you know, and Sears is a weird thing. So I went to Sears today, ironically, for the first time in forever. Like I it was closed. I, they are they're closing all okay. over the country, but the one in Concord here at the at the mall, yeah, yeah, is still there, and it's one of the few left that still sells Craftsman tools. I don't know if you remember oh, that, okay. but Sears has always been associated with the Craftsman brand, yeah. and I needed a toolbox for the RV because. It's the fucking RV. Right. Um, anyway, I'm just saying. Like, I haven't been to a Sears in so long, and then we get this weird email about a Sears. It's like even walking through it, I felt like I was going back in time. It's a weird, <laughs> yeah. it's a weird it relic.
5: It is going back in time. It's like you're a little kid and you're holding your dad's hand.
0: Yeah, to go true. Find what a to channel f- locks are. Yeah, and then you need to go find shoes like with the velcro because you're
1: too dumb to tie them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But check this out. I found the same toolbox on Amazon for the same price. But I thought about it. I don't know why. Maybe this is part of my sobriety. Okay. I'm sitting there last night thinking about it and I'm like, "You know what? There's a Sears here and like all the Sears are going out of business, but yeah. this Sears is hanging on." Yeah. I should go buy it from the fucking Sears. It's like 10 minutes from my house. Right. So, I did that. I and I I'm like Amazon addicted. Yeah. Like I can't I can quit drinking for a month, Amazon? Forget it. Oh yeah. <laughs> But I felt the need to support fucking Sears for some reason,, okay. yeah. so I went you get and real I real loyal. I don't know why, why? I it's had this weird like, f- like old school feet like this nostalgic moment you're where I was older, like,, what if this Sears isn't there one
0: day and it will bother me then then you're gonna have to wait forty eight hours for that <laughs> toolbox. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and
1: men like us can't do that. No, no. So I went. I patronized the goddamn Sears today. Yeah, yeah you did.
0: You know what it trips me out? Patronize like when you shop, and then patronize when you patronize somebody. It's the, same. <laughs> it's the same. So it just sounds like you're like, oh, I guess I'll buy this here. I mean, I mean, guess you did.
1: So okay, and I go to the Sears and. The tool area is like bare, like Uh, like they're they're like Like they're going out of business, and I'm like, wow, are they? What's happening? And I I heard while I was browsing the tools, I heard somebody ask, and they were like, oh no no, we're not going out of business. We're just rearranging things. (laughs) Uh, I'm telling you, I've never seen anything so scary But they had my toolbox. There you go. For the same, actually, it was five dollars cheaper. Than, wow! Than, really? Than Amazon, and, you know. Yeah. Wow! Well
0: done. Not Sears. including the wear and tear in the car, but you know you're you right. good.
1: Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyhow, not to put you off. This brewery is next to this old Sears catalog center mm-hmm. uh, that was abandoned for decades. As we're as we're. I'm saying, but the building is now an urban vertical village.
0: Yeah, so sounds terrible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What does it It even mean? Well, it has retail, offices, apartments, and even a high school in it.
0: What? Imagine living in an apartment and then not leaving the building to go to school. Yeah, but that's like awesome. I think giant. it's awesome, but it would be weird at the same time to be like yeah. fourteen. Like, I got to get out of this fucking building. I miss
3: out. How is that zoned? <laughs> These are <laughs>
0: really just the right Very people for carefully. space travel. Yeah, like they've they're yes.
5: used to spending a lot of time inside. This makes me Absolutely. think of
3: like the zombie apocalypse when everybody congregates together to, you know, you, you live in a small quarter so the zombies can't get to you. Oh,
5: yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like they're
6: is. just preparing
1: for it. I would, have, I would have loved this in high school. I used to miss the bus all the time. I lived yeah. in the desert, so we were like 20 miles from school. Like That's <laughs> just how things work. And I would miss the bus all the time because I'm a fucking slacker. Right. And then I would have to take what was called, we had dial-a-ride in, uh, oh. in the desert, which yeah. was like 50 cents to take it. But you got beat up if you Took Dial-A-Ride, because like you were poor, like right. I was poor, and even I, though you
0: were pay- the ironic part is you're paying money, <laughs> right? <the laughs> for fifty cents, yeah. But it was free. just
1: you know the like, kids just pick yeah. on something, right. and Dial-A-Ride was the th- so he used to get beat up all the time for taking fucking dial If I if my school was in the same place I lived, you'd
0: never get beaten up,
1: right? But and I'd, I'd probably be a. a doctor or something, probably. <laughs> probably, <laughs> I'd be a I'd be an astronaut.
0: What you need is 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 unfair bettered access to drugs. That's be what you a recluse. Need. Agreed. <laughs> yeah,
1: I would be more of one. Um, anyhow, I think this place sounds awesome, and I get to go visit Graceland if I'm, if I go, which no, I'm, yeah, I'm into. Yeah,
0: yeah I would. Cool. I would definitely. Like, we. Whenever you finalize everything. Yeah. Let me know. Oh, you're gonna get the list. Don't I, I, worry. I gotta, I gotta figure some of this shit out.
1: You gotta join me on yeah. some of the stuff for sure. Um, all right. Well, thank you for the recommendation, Mark. I gotta get. Wow, well, we have a lot more. People are excited about this trip, uh, and so am I. So, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm really happy everyone's writing in. Um, let's see, Kevin. Oh, Kevin's from Block Three Brewing. That's right. So he was on not too long ago. He was here. He had some suggestions for me uh, in Southern Ontario. Of course, he says absolutely welcome to come to their brewery. He says they'll do a cool ship, uh, cool ship batch. There you go. Oh, nice. And there's RV parking out back. Okay, I'm in. I'm in, Kevin. Um, and then he mentioned some other ones that we can go to. Um, oh, there's one in uh, uh, Counterpart Brewing in Niagara Falls. I'll be entering Canada through Niagara Falls, so maybe I should do that. Oh, nice. Uh, all right, great suggestions. Thank you. He also says, I heard that somebody said the Block 3 show is the best show ever on feedback, and he says you're welcome for that. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin.
0: I don't recall ever hearing that, but I don't doubt it. All
1: right, here's one for you, JP, kind of for you. Yeah. And it's, let me just preface it by saying it's from an Aussie.
0: You're right. Now,
1: Aussies can be hard to understand sometimes. I don't know if you notice noticed that.
0: Aussies, I, I feel like... They just sort of have. You ever like watch a TV show where suddenly someone loses a filter and they just kind of go blah? Yeah, that's Ozzy. <laughs> where they just go bleh, and then whatever. It's like abrasive. It's like hearing sandpaper.
1: Like, yeah. Did you mean to say that? It's, just, it's also it's just like very matter of fact as well. Yeah, which and, I like.
0: Right, and not in like a bad way. It's just it's just it is. And you're like, uh-huh. oh, we well, mean we don't have to do a thing. Like you can just tell me the thing, and I can tell you the thing, and then that's it. Right. Yeah.
5: Just like a different perspective, you know, like yeah. different, different, an Aussie point of view,
0: yeah, yeah. I would say. I think it's all the blood rushing to their head because they're upside, upside down, down all the time. Yeah. It's
1: By the way, what's going on in that country right now with the fires, uh, my Uh-oh. hearts are with you, especially here in the Bay Area. You know, we can relate to these things and... Every one of our Aussie listeners, I am so sorry that you're dealing with this, and I hope you're safe. And, you know, I've been to Canberra, the the capital. We went to their homebrew conference once, and that place is like under siege right now. It's all around that place, the the capital of the country, for for heaven's sake. So, um, I don't know, I'm really pulling for you, and take care of yourselves, and I don't know. Uh, wear a gas mask. I don't know what to tell you. I remember when the we weren't even all that close to the fires yeah. where we live here, and the, and the air quality was still awful. Yeah. Uh, really hard yeah. to breathe and uh, made me want to smoke cigarettes again. It was, it was so bad. Like, why not? Uh, anyway, I'm pulling for you all. Um, and let's see, who is this? It's writing in from Oz. Jim. A uh, bit long. Been listening to your show. For, I'm just going to read it as he says. I'm not going to paraphrase. There you go. Uh, Been listening to your show for a while now and genuinely love it, so I thought I would share this post I made to our local Perth Beer Snobs Facebook page here in Western Australia. <laughs> Which at,
0: sounds like a terrible thing to do.
1: Yeah. At best, I think JP will enjoy it mm. uh, he says for reference and he's now just alluding to things that are going to be in the post that I will read word for word uh, <laughs> uh, for reference rock juice is made by an amazing local brewery called Rocky Ridge.
0: It's kind of a fun name honestly
1: Dan's is a bottle shop Dan Murphy's and Biggie Juice is a hazy beer produced by Farrell brewery uh, and it's one of the was one of the first local hazies. Uh, Available on a commercial scale. I went to Farrell Brewery when I was in Australia. Uh, Great, great beer. Really liked that place.
0: If they don't have a beer just called Will, they're missing out on (laughs) a lot of market. They must, right?
1: Uh, I have a shirt from that place. I really like their beer. All right, here is his uh, post, I
7: guess.
1: (laughs) Now, let me preface this by stating that although I do enjoy the odd hazy beer, looking forward to rock juice, I'm not a hazy boy. I do not spontaneously ejaculate when I find out that my local Dan's has just received yet another shipment of fucking Biggie juice. I wish it was that easy. Nor do I create four different posts within ten minutes when Imperial Biggie gets released. I am firmly of the belief that hazy beers are well overrepresented and that good examples are few and far between. Having Mm -hmm. said that, some people do like them, and if they want to purchase and enjoy them, then they are free to enjoy this style as much as I like to enjoy my IPAs and sour beers. Good on you guys for supporting local craft beers. However,
5: <laughs>
1: upon returning from my last swing away, I don't know what Oh say. Vacation? Upon returning from my last swing away, all I wanted was to drink some big IPAs the type that are so dank and resinous they'd make Snoop pay attention. And so I went to my local purveyor of fine fermented beverages and selected three cans labeled IPA. I arrived home and looking forward to passing out on the couch, snoring with the sweet taste of bitter, sticky, icky in my mouth after two weeks away and 30 hours awake because of the night shift, I eagerly cracked a can. It was a fucking hazy beer, oh. as was the second cunts. <laughs> just reading it word for word. Yeah. The Aussies and the Brits are allowed to say that, so if I'm quoting, it's fine. You want me to say it again just so you know he said it? Cunts! <laughs> right. Of the three cans I purchased labeled IPA, only one of them was an IPA. Now, I'm not going to go into my views about the letters IPA appearing in the, in the acronym... N-E-I-P-A. Hint, they aren't fucking IPAs, he says. But what really ground my gears (laughs) was the fact that breweries are labeling these beers as a something they are not and thoroughly pissing off customers. Exactly. Please, effing, stop do it. You have your market share. Let people buy it. But why mislabel it for those that couldn't really care less about the style? end quote end quote he says keep up the good work and look forward to your next installment regards jim Uh, (laughs) so there you go (laughs) jp another angry uh i I did enjoy it
0: person i I enjoyed it very much thank you jim keep fighting the good fight baby there's a place for everybody just make sure it's well defined and well away from me well and
5: and, i mean i totally agree i think that you need to label the Label the haze when the haze is present.
0: That's all you got to do. Because, That's all we're asking for. You know. I
5: mean, I go to I go to a bar and I always ask. I always like interview somebody about the clarity and the quality and what is the IP <laughs> taste like. To the point they usually just give me a sample. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but like you got to know.
0: You got to know.
1: I don't disagree with this. The more fact. you know. Yeah. All right, Josh writes in. I'm just going to skim through. Uh, it's another. Uh, he's from Asheville, I guess, and uh, wanted to give me a couple recommendations. He said Zillacoa, and he wrote this as Burning Blush Brewery, but it must be Burning Bush, right? I hope
0: it's Burning Blush, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, what's, like a fashion mogul started or something right? Right like that. Burning um, Blush, yeah, by Mac.
1: It's all rose beers <laughs>
0: yeah. um, be amazing. and red ales,
1: yeah. yeah. uh he says yeah they're making good beers anyway so thank you josh um and nate in copenhagen writes in Uh um i wanted to say that i won a local competition in copenhagen and part of the prize is my beer being uh, contracted for commercial sale at a bar called tap house and jamil he says did a heretic event there once to jp's delight it was an IPA.
0: Hey, well, what? <laughs>
1: Though quite clear.
0: Okay, thank you.
1: And pretty juicy for a West Coaster. I called it IPA hell, both because it's light, like a lager hell in Germany, uh, and as commentary on IPA only really meaning hoppy these days. <laughs> he says he took inspiration from Vinny and Julian Schrago in their technique. Uh, so thanks for the good info. Good job, Nate. Well done. Um. Noah wants us... Uh, remember last week someone had mentioned that we do a collaboration soap with Duke Cannon? Yes. And you discovered that they're in Minnesota?
0: I believe it was Noah. I believe it was this guy. Ah, okay. Yeah. So Noah
1: says, um, if you do end up doing something and you're serious about inviting me, I'm open to following along. I'm, I'm close to the Twin Cities. Nice. I did have our uh, agent reach oh. out to, <laughs> to Duke Cannon. And uh, we'll see what they say. Okay. All right. He said he'll pitch the idea and see what they come back with. I hope they invite us. It sounds like fun. Yeah.
0: Even if we don't do a soap, I hope they've got to fly us out, I mean, first of all, on the Duke Cannon private jet.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Here's a very long one that I don't have time (laughs) to do anymore. We're running late. Um, But Kenny from Lost Tavern Brewing is inviting us as well. He is In um, Hellertown, Pennsylvania, uh, about an hour north of Philly in the Lehigh Valley. Um, I will be driving through Pennsylvania on my way to Ontario from Tennessee. So, thank you. Uh, what's his brewery called? Lost Tavern Brewing. Um, thank you for the invite, and I will see what I can do to get there too. I'll send you an email as well, Kenny. But he loves the show, and um, you know, he says I don't know. He says all kinds of things. He says I can get drunk and like sleep there too.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs>
1: Um,
0: you have an RV. you are right.
1: <laughs> He did want me to say, P.S. Bevo, you can tally this email in the positivity column as you sift through every feedback email ever received. He's yeah, doing babe, his I, best.
0: I, I love that you do that.
3: Yeah. I don't do that. That's so that one way. of the jobs that JP does.
1: <laughs> I'll put this one in the positivity column because he likes us. No. Uh, sorry, I couldn't read the whole thing, uh, Kenny, but I am running late and we have to get to our guests, who is uh, Ocean View Brew Works out of Albany. I love it. Yeah. So we're going to taste their beer and talk to them. Um, we're going to take ourselves a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk to Ocean View Brew Works. Hang in there. You're listening to The Session.
8: Hi, this is Wayne Wobbles from Cigar City Brewing, and you're listening to The Session on The Brewing Network.
1: Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us, especially through that long first feedback segment. Uh, but we do appreciate that. If you want to send us notes, it's feedback at brewingnetwork.com. And uh I'm happy that you guys are all excited about our tour. In the studio with me now, as promised, Ocean View Brew Works out of Albany, California. We've got a whole crew from the brewery in here today, which is exciting to see you all. Uh, let me just go down the, the list of the three we have on the show on the microphones with us right now. We've got um, Ben Mosher, uh, who is a, is a head brewer and a founder, right? Welcome, Ben. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. And then uh, Scott Davidson, uh, founder and brewer as well. Welcome, Scott. Thanks for having us. And Von- Funny Davidson, I'm going to assume your wife, um, and uh, one of the founders, as well as what, Fannie?
4: Uh I do all of our event planning and, you know, just all the things that need to be done around the brewery.
1: So all the important stuff, really, <laughs> because without people, what good is good beer?
4: I sell the beer so okay, that yeah. everyone gets to drink it. They make good beer, sure. and I get it to everyone else.
1: That's a good job.
4: It is a good job. It's a lot of fun. I also teach first grade right now, but wow. when I'm not doing that. Right. I do this.
1: Alright, question. What's the difference between teaching first grade and working in a brewery?
4: So I went through this in <laughs> my head this morning and said okay, yeah. all day I deal with three to seven-year-olds because we have a three-year-old and a five-year-old, yeah. and then I transition to dealing with people drinking beer, so it's pretty much the same thing all right. day long. Yeah, <laughs>
1: you're, you're well-equipped for both jobs.
4: I know how to do all the aspects of all of this.
0: Just the number of naps during the day are limited. Right. On the yeah. I'm
4: really good at watching for consumption, though, so we Watch, you know, sugar levels yeah. and hydration. <laughs> Make sure you've taken your potty breaks. I love it. We, we know how to do all that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that how was- long has uh, Ocean View Brew Works been open? When did you guys start?
8: So uh, we started um, February 17th, uh, two years ago here. So we're, we're coming up on our two-year anniversary.
1: Okay. and Congratulations. Um, thank you very much. Why um, Albany?
8: Albany. uh Albany. Well, we, we live there. And we love it. It's okay. a really awesome community. Um, and uh, also, we had an opportunity. Um, Vonnie's uh, father-in-law bought an amazing property. No,
4: my dad, his father. in uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got it. You're uh, Vonnie's dad. Vonnie's yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah. Bought
8: an amazing property uh, right on San Pablo, and uh, nice. gave us the chance to um, get in there and start uh, building a brewery. Which, okay. Uh, we we took and ran with it. So.
1: So, for those of our listeners uh, who are not familiar with the Bay Area, there's kind of a dense cluster in what we call the East Bay, and especially on your side, where you kind of have, like, Oakland, Emeryville, Albany, San Pablo, is that a city, or that's just a road, I forget? San Pablo, uh, Well, it's, it's unincorporated. Unincor- okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Unincorporated. Uh, then you get into, like, uh, El Cerrito, El Sobrano, you don't need to remember all this, but what, I'm sa- what I want to point out is it's, just, it's kind of this, like, densely populated place, and, and And Albany, uh, which is a very old city in the Bay Area, is, like, seeing a little, like, revitalization right now. Like, it's a great little pocket in the East Bay, right? Absolutely. Getting, like, restaurants and breweries, obviously, and, like, young... You can kind of still sort of afford to live if you're (laughs) from the Bay. Questionable. If you're from the Bay Area, it's sort of affordable. Right. If you are from anywhere else in the country, you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. What is if you like
4: here? to live in 800 square feet, <laughs> sure. Uh, the sure. houses are
1: tiny. But like young people are moving in because, like, young professionals because it's. Like and if you're wondering somewhat. where
2: Albany and the brewery is at, it's between the Hotsy Totsy and Solano. Okay. <laughs> yes, the famous Hotsy Totsy.
1: <laughs> Bebo knows the Hotsy Totsy. She is uh, an El Sobrante na- native, I think, and now lives in Crockett. So um,
3: So I live in the best places.
1: Yeah. She also <laughs> she also used to work at like the hot dog palace or something out there. Sam's
3: Dog House. Sam's Dog
1: House. Yeah. Sam's Dog House. Yeah, I think she still has her like hot dog email or something. Yeah. <laughs> was it like Wiener Girl?
3: It's, okay, that's rude <laughs> and her whole now.
1: Wiener Princess. It
3: was like hot dog queen. Hot
1: dog queen. Hot dog queen
0: is different. So much better. Girl. Is it? Hot dog Queen so sixty nine four twenty mole <laughs> yeah. at gmail
1: well, my point is Albany's this cool little little spot. Uh, are you the only brewery in the city limits?
8: So uh, yes, we are the cool. only brewery in Albany. Uh, right down the street from us is uh, Elevation Sixty Six. Okay, um, yeah, and they're in El Cerrito. Got it. Um, we have Albany Tap Room, like three blocks away from us. Okay. Um, they do a ton of great things in there with a lot of great craft beer. Um, and then uh, other than that, um, wildcard was uh on solano for a second uh with a tap room okay they're they've recently closed um and then ale tales uh sam abend um has that place over there and they're a cool bottle shop yeah
1: great little beer spot then okay what did you do before you started the brewery scott
8: uh, I did a lot of construction work, um, okay. uh, you know, remodeling and, and various things in that field and got very sick of it. So. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that happening. Yes. And were you a home brewer, though?
8: Yes. I've been home brewing since um, I was 17. Okay. Um, actually, the first uh, batch of beer that I ever brewed, I showed up in front of the Oak Barrel, Winecraft, uh, on San Pablo. Yeah. In,
1: in Berkeley? In Berkeley, yep. mm-hmm. yeah.
8: And I uh, started talking to Homer. We love Bernie. Homer. Homer's
1: great. He's our favorite. Like
8: Who doesn't love Homer? I know. Right? Yeah. Um, so uh, they hooked me up with the Homebrew Kit and uh, ended up going over to my now wife's house. And uh, wait, bre-
1: what age is this? Did you got the homebrew Kit? Seventeen. And when did you two meet? <laughs> when is
4: a long, a long time ago? A long time, a long ago. time ago.
1: Before seventeen, even? I,
4: I think just he was. Uh, I think he was 17 and I was 18. Okay. Actually, we met in middle school and we played tennis together, but we didn't start dating until later.
1: Well, I would hope so. Jesus. <laughs> so, so you waited till what? The ninth grade?
4: I, we the, were the graduating from, from high school. <laughs> you, you I didn't
1: in- date until you graduated?
4: I Be honest. before him, but I didn't date him until <laughs> graduated.
1: Fair, fair answer. Okay. I
4: was in college. It was an all-girls college called Mills, and it was great.
1: In, also in Berkeley, In right? Oakland. In Oakland, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, Justin.
4: And, uh,
1: I dated a girl from Mills once. Mel? Yeah. From the They're... Berkeley
0: one or the Oakland one?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, she got rid of me fast. I'm a dummy. <laughs> Mills girls are smart. You're a brainiac over there.
4: I know some things,
1: so did you two know each other all through high school? Like did you hang out? Were you friends or not even that? Not
8: so much in high school. we knew of okay. each other. Um, I see started dating later. we
1: well,
4: okay. we both rode crew. And uh, that was the connection. Okay. So we actually went to different high schools during high school time, but there was the crew connection throughout. Okay. So that's a pretty small group of people who can handle that intensity. Mm-hmm. This Got is it. sort
0: of like uh, you would think this would be on the East Coast, right? You have all girls' school. Yeah. Right. We both rode crew <laughs> at Yale or some bullshit. You're right. Like it sounds very fake for being on the West Coast because you right. don't normally hear stories like this.
1: Also, nobody's usually... been here that long. We're all
0: <laughs> right. transplants. Yeah. So yeah.
1: right. You guys, you're unique to California. Yeah. Are you both born and raised California? You born here too? Yeah. yeah uh,
8: I'm born in L. A. But uh, okay, you know, moved here when I was uh, ten, so I'm pretty much raised here. Okay. And uh, she's good full, full bred here.
1: Okay. So you're 17. You get your brew kit from Brewcraft, and and what's the relation here? You you brew at her parents' house? Yeah. At so I show house?
8: up with a homebrew kit uh, from from uh, Homer, and what do we do? So we <laughs> get you know the pot. And take it to her parents' house.
1: <laughs> okay. Why why not your parents' house? Just because were you hitting on her? Was this a thing? <laughs>
8: I don't know I don't, I don't know if I want to go to my parents' house at that point, so okay. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, I'll leave it, it alone.
8: A, you know, it was a day. It was a whim. Okay. Right? Uh, I was so. actually emancipated at twelve. so... I'm like,
1: whoops. Okay. I'm from the streets. All right, so you go there, and your parents are cool with this, or they're not home, Vonnie?
8: They were there. Okay. They're there. They
1: yeah. have no idea. You're like, just, oh, making what, making sauce? What is your new boyfriend doing in our kitchen, basically? <laughs> <laughs>
8: right. You just love
1: soup. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, weird-smelling soup. Secret so home, the funny though. thing
8: about that brew... Um, We started up. We get the water boiling. And uh, we were trying to do it outside, actually. So we were trying to do it on a hot uh, plate at first. Oh. Remember that? You're in the... Yep, her parents' backyard with a hot plate, trying to heat up like five gallons of water. Oh, My dad's that a firefighter,
4: work. so maybe not his best idea. Yeah, I don't know. yeah,
8: yeah. And about three hours into this, realized
1: this is not going to this is not going to work. So <laughs> I like that it took you three hours <laughs> to realize water wasn't boiling. Yes, yeah,
7: yeah, you
1: know.
8: <laughs> uh, So we transported it to uh, inside the house and wait it, a second,
1: what were you guys doing for three hours yeah. waiting for this water to boil? You two
4: being young kids. Yeah,
1: yeah, you are you okay. Know, Carry on.
8: Probably smoking a lot of weed and that kind of stuff. But uh, <laughs> okay. anyway, French kiss. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, so you guys called it necking. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're that old too. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> make out ridge. So what do you do? You move inside at this point? Yeah, we go to the stove. Okay, right?
8: so yeah. get it get it up to a boil, in you know, twenty minutes, and yeah. uh, uh, make the first batch of beer. And uh,
1: this is your first beer ever. First beer. ever. What was it?
8: What was that beer? That was a dark. That was a stout. Um, a it was like a imperial, was it the Black Death? It was Imperial Stout, basically. okay. Of
1: course, it was <laughs> extract
8: batch. Was it the yeah. kit from Oak Barrel? It probably finished out at like ten twenty five or something like that. Super yeah. sweet and just disgusting. But anyway, <laughs> we uh, we throw it in some 22 ounce bombers and uh, and I give it to all my friends and everyone's like, yeah. Right We're all underage It's beer Let's drink it (laughs) Of course
1: They didn't care what it tasted like They weren't going to tell you it was awful Exactly They thought it was great So that's your first beer Yes And the rest is kind of history Continued homebrewing, I imagine through college and everything else Yeah Yeah
8: ups and downs Where'd you Um, go to school uh, UC Santa Barbara um, started with uh, uh, DVC actually, so
1: um, no, you did smoke a lot of weed. D- yeah,
8: yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. DVC
1: two years. Yeah, you know, Santa Barbara. That's all right, man. I was Lived on the four-year plan at DVC, so yeah. you're good. So you go to UC Santa Barbara and uh, and you continue homebrewing there.
8: Yeah, so I took a year off before college and uh, um, worked at Alpine Alp- Alp- Meadows in Tahoe um, nice. uh, as their food and beverage manager. And uh, at that point, we I brewed probably four batches in the snow up there, which was really fun because you can just take the pot and stick it in the snow, Yeah, stir it a little bit, and cool it right down. Right?
1: No chiller required. Exactly. Okay.
8: Um, so did that uh, and then ended up. Figuring out that I need to go to college, and uh, um, brought all my equipment down there. Had a lot of crazy, really bad batches okay. with friends, um, extract batches and stuff like that. The funny thing about Santa Barbara was uh, when we were down there, um, the only homebrew shop was uh, in Ventura. Okay. Um, Not too far south. Not too far, but just dumpy and gross. Mm -hmm. And um, we went there a couple of times and really couldn't get the ingredients that we wanted. Okay. Um, I actually called Homer while I was living down there a couple of times and had – she was still living up here. And she would visit me all the time, and I would have her bring – ingredients from <laughs> Milk Barrel. They're like, Homer, I need this,
1: this, this, this. He's like, yeah, all right, no problem. like, and, do, you, like do, you, you, do you miss me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you bring yeah. another... <laughs> uh, I need another kit from Homer. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, and Ben, you worked at Oak Barrel too, didn't you? Yeah, worked or you, well, you for about didn't eight work years. there Scott,
2: for eight years, really. Yeah, Scott was actually the one that stole me away from Oak Barrel.
1: Okay, was yeah. was uh, was Homer pissed about that, or uh, no? They, probably they proud don't. of you. Does
2: Homer get pissed? No, Homer, Homer. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. no. Just disappointed. Uh, yeah, yeah, just disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. disappointed. <laughs> yeah, he just he was just like, do what you got to do, man. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, no, he. Um, Homer just like is on the next thing. He's been there so long.
1: He has. He's a staple in the and and uh, is it who's the owner? George. Hasn't owner he
2: been, is the uh, Bernie.
1: Bernie. That's right. Forgive yeah. me, Bernie. Uh, yeah. Also a sweet man, nice yeah. guy down there.
2: I honestly, best experience of my life. Okay, uh, especially when it comes to work, I couldn't ask for a better boss. And and when it came to learning about brewing, uh, Homer would never really tell me exactly what to do he would let me learn my own path he he was really good at telling me what i did wrong once i did it right but still i couldn't ask for a better teacher out there like homer uh just brewing and and asking him these little questions once in a while was like the greatest experience and i learned so much working on oak barrel
1: i'm glad that you describe it that way because like i said he's one of our favorites and we've had him on the show a couple times um and in some ways, I don't know why he's one of our favorites because he's a pain in the ass to interview. Uh, because I of what very you're saying, quiet. like he's yeah, because he's for not sure. going to tell you everything. He's like, you should like, already have, know this. Yeah, or yeah. he's like, or he's like, well, go figure it out, go try it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I get that. You can but do that I'm if you want to. You. Is
2: his favorite phrase.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I like, I'm like pulling things out of him. But when you get him to talk, he's just so yeah. uh, even fun. About, even to about be his around.
0: life, like talking about how he got into homebrewing and drinking, right. or whatever,
1: because he was brewing before he was of age too. Yeah. Yeah. He got that that was album. like 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. did you, what did your mom say well she like didn't you know, she's like, I don't know she didn't really like it what do you mean she didn't like she might it to that song, did you get in trouble <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know a little yeah. like yeah He's tough to because he's just he's just reserved. Yeah. But when you when you bring it out of So I can imagine that he's great to work with um and and yeah, I'm just glad you described no him the ass, but yeah. Yeah. Happy to give you information, but like he's no, not gonna just spell opposite. it all out for yeah, you. Yeah, he's not
2: going to. He's yeah. going to uh, actually if he if he thinks you can do it on your own, he's gonna let you do it on your own. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he's gonna tell you what you did wrong afterwards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you get this great education there, mm-hmm. and then at some point the two of you meet, I guess, Ben and Scott. Yeah, it wasn't so a,
8: yeah I come back back into the picture um, you know after college and uh, land back in the Bay Area um, with nothing to do
1: what was your degree
8: I I studied many things. Um. You've never used it, have you? <laughs> You've never used never. your
1: degree. Me neither, by the way. Communication. <laughs> uh, I, I always ask this question, and it's very rare that everyone that anyone like uses the damn no. thing. Yeah. Vani, clearly, you you had a yeah, degree in education, either. right? Doesn't so, make me any yeah. money, but I use it. <laughs> but yeah. it's a it's a job. It's a trade off. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you come back from college though, um,
8: and. So, yeah, um, uh, hanging out, trying to figure out what to do and uh, uh, get into some construction stuff for a while and uh, realize I'm kind of going down that path. And uh, at one point, Vonnie you want to say this?
4: So we had our kids early. We had our er first son, Julian, and Scott had been homebrewing up a storm and we were enjoying life. It was it was really fun and great. And I had a tutoring center. He was doing his construction. Lots of fun. And Julian was born. And we actually came across the pictures last night of scott 's little brew house that he had in the garage space where the brewery is now
1: can i just can I just point out that you preface the the point where you had children with? So we were having lots of fun. <laughs> it's like this whole, and like, then. before kid. I, I just didn't know if you caught that. But we were, so we are having all this fun. Everything was great. And then you have your first kid. Our
4: kids are fun. Okay. They are
1: yeah.
4: fun. Um, so his brew house is awesome, and he decides we've got to be responsible. This is real life. Our son's, you know, oh. here. He's arrived. I'm going to sell all my homebrew equipment.
1: You decided not... you had to do the straight and narrow. Yes. Okay.
4: And I looked at him and said, that is the dumbest thing. Thing I have ever heard.
1: Uh, I love you for this. Ever. It was no. a low point in my life.
8: When I was looking at my <laughs> having a child. And saying No, no, that,
1: that, <laughs> the selling <of> the whole brewing. <laughs> got it, got it, yeah. It was a, it was, you were having a bad day. Was
2: we, it even yeah. a lower point realizing how wrong you were about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We
4: did take our son camping for two weeks when he was two weeks old. I love this. And we toured the San Diego breweries, and that was a lot of fun. So we didn't let the fun stop. And I think about a year later, year and a half later, we purchased the system from... So, yeah. Well, wait,
1: okay, hang on, slow down. So, yeah, yeah. You, but you, you didn't sell the brewing equipment. Okay. No, we That's continue. not
4: a possibility in our life. So, no.
1: then, just on a serious note, if I can back up just for a second, like, you have your first child, and we can joke, you're like, oh, he's going to go on the straight and narrow, but, like, something happened inside of you where you thought, wow, like, I'm responsible for this life, and and you felt like you had to make changes, I'm just curious about this cuz I haven't had it. And uh but something had happened in you that yeah, made you I mean, think this. So
8: we we have been going back and forth about opening a brewery for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um and uh we ended up it, you know, at a certain point, you need to make some money and and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and take you know control of your own life. And, and, and like
1: less risks, maybe. Well, you know. Because <laughs> now, now you're responsible for somebody else.
8: Yeah, okay. I know. Um, I'm not trying to be a downer. Not, I just mean it. It's not less it, you risk. It's, uh, we took on a lot more risk. Sure. Okay. Definitely. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I had to do something. Yeah. And I had a skill here. Had had a, a bunch of people to support me in doing this. And uh uh, decide to make the leap. Um, I had a okay. bunch of skills in the construction area, so I could, do you could build your brewery, could do all my own plumbing, do all sorts of stuff myself, save money to, to make it happen. Yeah, and. We decide to go for it. So,
1: so within a year of you almost selling all your equipment, you purchase your first commercial equipment.
8: Yes. So, and that sat around for a little bit too. Um, what so, was the
1: What was the equipment?
8: Uh, so, um, Alan Atha, uh, Tane Brewing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. uh, purchased all of his equipment from him okay. uh, when he went down, and uh, ended up converting this system to. It's unrecognizable at this point. Okay. Um, So he had an electric system um, uh, with a whole massive panel and everything. Um, We scrapped that idea because we couldn't bring uh, three-phase power across uh, San Pablo. Um, ah. To do it. I mean, it would have been like 200 grand to do it. So mm-hmm. uh, we were like, okay, well, that's not going to happen. Of course. Um, so next step was to. We, convert we both the really system. love direct fire brewing in general. In, in general, general, yeah. So, so. we were like, let's just convert it. It was a very <laughs> easy decision. Okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so now it came down to how are we going to convert this thing to uh, direct fire? Um, and uh, at this point, Ben was along uh, for the ride and. Uh, put us in touch with uh bob uh mm-hmm. what's his last name eubanks <laughs> love that guy yeah yeah anyway bob uh ended up uh uh converting the system for us put a nice firebox around it uh, put uh two hundred thousand btu burners under it okay uh, it's a three and a half barrel kettle um and uh we scrapped the hot liquor tank put in a uh uh, 200,000 uh, BTU burner uh, I'm sorry a uh, hot water on demand system okay um, so we
1: mash and sparge off of that Wow um, that sounds expensive hot water on demand. not bad. Really? It's
8: not and bad at all. 185
1: I mean, a, degree water at three
8: gallons a minute. It's a coffee nice unit. It that's really nice. It costs like uh, 1200 bucks, Probably less than a tank. Wow. I don't some think I've,
1: I've heard a, a brewery yeah. come in here and say that. I'm I, sure there's been somebody, but...
8: Yeah, few and far between. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, yeah. the other person it's, I know that's this the years. and why I got the idea was Cleophis Quelli. Oh, yeah. They're running a seven barrel system off of one of those. Okay, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, yeah.
2: I heard about a lot of bigger systems that were running two of them in line, just to get the flow rate higher. I hmm. see, but yes. um, but still, you pay that minimal price and you buy two of them. And
1: when you guys, what you say, you're a three and a half barrel brew house. So it's a th-
8: three and a half barrel brew house. Technically, uh, so three gallons a minute. Technically. It's a three barrel that we maxed. Technically, we're a three barrel and we boil right
2: at the rim. Just we to boil to at the rim, just like we did. Okay. Cap is your friend.
1: I was going to say that's exactly how I homebrewed too. Right. Uh, it was right at the top because it I wanted the most beer I could possibly get out of that thing. Chad
0: boiled right at the top. Yeah, yeah. So we
8: double batch uh, every brew into uh, seven barrels. Okay. Um, typically get like 6.5. If you kind of boil kettle, technically we're a nano brewery. But, right. Oh, yeah. But no.
1: Is there a definition for nano? Is was it, it like
2: under, under four, four or under three or something like that? Yeah, I, I see. It's under four or five, something yeah. like
1: that. But it would does it go I'm just curious. Does it go by your brew house or by your fermenters? We don't know. You have we don't Seven care. barrel fermenters. <laughs> yeah, you don't give a shit. Yeah.
2: You don't, you don't. I just like to say that, it's not important.
1: And it's not part of your like marketing No. We don't say no. we're at the Albany's no. nano brewery. No. We no. just
4: say we're Albany's Brewery. There There's only
2: the one. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> like it. Okay. All right.
2: Albany's only brewery now. Albany's best brewery. There we go. <laughs> exactly. yeah. right. In there fine
1: you. print and only. Greatest. <laughs> it's like all the advertisements in Las Vegas. Number one comedy show on Wednesdays from 3 to 7. Like every, Everything's like number one. You guys are the best in Albany. Okay, so you get your brew house going. It's your father-in-law's building. Um, so do you pay him rent or is he a partner? Uh, no, we pay him rent. Okay. So he's not a partner at all. Is he uh, he a is a
8: very loving uh, person. That's a uh, supporter. That's a s- big supporter of the brewery.
1: Love so. it. Okay, and he likes beer. Obviously, he
8: drinks his fair share. Okay, <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. How many square feet is your building, Kirin? Uh, Tiny. Is that okay?
8: The part that we <laughs> rent is probably about. Uh, I mean, the brewery itself is maybe 200 square feet. Wow. Um, and wow. the tap room is what is that? Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's like maybe 800? 800 yeah, square maybe. feet. We're I think we're in about we have a lot of outdoor wow. space too, so Oh that's good. Um all in all, maybe twelve hundred, maybe
1: fifteen. Okay. Teresa, next time you're walking through your crowded brewery, feeling like it's crowded, mm-hmm. you shush.
8: I will. Yeah. We're, we're in a very small footprint. It's difficult time when there's
5: complain about not being able to move around.
2: Yeah, it gets difficult when there's more than two brewers in the brewery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
8: Like, too
2: many yeah. brewers in the brewery. Yeah.
1: Get do
8: you have?
5: Do you have ceiling height?
8: I. Basically, a standard garage. If you think really? about a one-car garage, the mile high that's yeah. what we're in.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay.
8: Wow. Exactly. I
1: like Honestly, that. Honestly, I, I, I kind of love it. I'm thinking garage. about so the,
8: it, and I would I kind of love it.
5: Yeah.
1: So <laughs> the ceiling
8: height is basically, um, we have maybe six to eight inches from the top of our uh, hopping port. Jesus! Oh wow! Yeah, so had to find some very creative ways to kind of get up there and hey, so get the house get a, house in, there. like <laughs> a,
1: a measuring cup at a time, right.
2: one at a time. So it's basically the studio, yeah. dot yeah. com has the
1: perfect little <laughs> of containers. Yeah, we found them. You guys are making me claustrophobic just thinking about it. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> to the brewery, All
1: right, let's take a break and drink a little bit. Sounds uh, good. It w- uh, seems like a good spot to taste our first beer from you yep. guys, which is the, what do we have, Screaming Eagle American Lager? My yep. favorite. Okay. That is a crystal clear beer right there. Filtered?
8: Uh, biofine. 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 Okay.
1: Tell us about the beer.
8: Ben, you want to take that?
2: So the, the Screaming Eagle recipe was originally done with uh, Santiago Rubino and I, who booked with at Oak Barrel Winecraft. He works uh, at Faction right now. And oh, nice. um, we, we developed this recipe for a Super Bowl party. Hmm. Uh, he, he, the big
0: game, you mean. Yeah, he was yeah.
2: like, I want an American light lager. I want something that's 3.5% and... Um, we're going to cook hot dogs and we're going to do me it like too, that. Dude. And, then, <laughs> and I was like, dude, I don't want to make a light lager. That's like. You know, big production beer and everything. And Homer came up and said, "Like that's the most difficult beer to make." And I was like, "I'm in."
1: Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> and then the first year we did that, we actually won um, for that very first beer. We entered it at the World Cup of Beer, the homebrew competition, and won third place for that. Nice. nice. And it was awesome. My dad came to visit that year. Okay. And he's from Iowa, so, <laughs> so he wanted he it. Loved it.
1: <laughs> they it a long We had beer. a great
2: time. So it really turned it. And honestly, in the end, it became one of my favorite styles. I love making American light loggers. This is. Actually, an American logger is, is it, it all malt standard logger? Uh, no, this is rice and corn. Okay, yeah. yeah,
1: I I hope you don't hate me for this mm-hmm. because I think it's a compliment. It is very akin to like a Budweiser.
2: Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> is that all right it's to like say? A, it's like
2: a Budweiser that came straight out the brewery before it sat in the warehouse for six months. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean it as a compliment. I, it I is really to think style. That they,
2: those big breweries can actually make really good beers. I do
1: not disagree.
2: You know, in and their labs, they probably make great beers.
1: Yeah, but you know, and and the reason Homer said it so hard is because it's hard to make clean, and you can't yeah. hide. This any is very fault, clean. Any
2: faults going to come through? Yeah, yeah. I so can't find
1: faults here. I may or may not have finished off the growler. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> you liked it, B.
3: It was really, I really good. Yeah, no, I really liked it. Well, sorry, bro.
5: <laughs> Go back to the brewery.
1: You know, okay. when we started this show back in 05, I would have been like, yeah, no, it's a good beer, thanks, but no thanks. Mm-hmm. But now that, like, my palate, is, it sort of comes, like, full circle. It's funny like I'd that. be happy to drink this all day, too.
2: You're you're looking for faults, and you can't find them in a beer like this. And It and, seems yeah. like a trend tapping though right
8: now, too. People it is, are, yeah. are getting Butter's a little IPA. Mm-hmm. And, and worn I am so out. excited. Yeah. back. We're, we're focused on, a lot on Pilsners and, and various loggers and stuff like that. And
1: I love it's, this. It's wonderful. Well, and that's another thing. Back when we started, um, you couldn't really find very many good craft Pilsners and loggers because brewers just weren't all that mature yet mm-hmm. it was pretty i would always try it if a brewer had a lager on tap and yeah honestly in 05 uh, like eight out of ten times they were not that good and now that's changing a lot of you brewers have, have have really learned your craft and so now i love to have craft lagers you know you guys are just getting better at it this is a good example of that does this sell well at the brewery yeah
2: yeah uh does the eagle sell that well i know the pilsner sell like crazy okay. whenever we release uh, anything that says pilsner on it
1: Got it. Yeah. Do you go like all German on your Pilsner, or, or do you use American hops, or what?
2: Um, it mean, depends, work. but no, I, I try to stay as traditional as possible. But honestly, I, I mix things up. What, uh, whatever we have left over, um, okay. I, I love using um, as long as it's a noble style, like a Crystal or Liberty or something like that. If we have that left over, there's no reason I'll buy Hirschbrucker or Hallertau just to okay. just to get a German style. We can make it work with that. I like. I really like using. Um, Different hops to try and get the same, um, the same the same taste out of things. You know? Okay,
1: so just using the bittering units and some of those characteristics I'm get the same. Very
2: very strict about how we calculate our bittering units and everything like that. Like okay, that, that's one thing that I think that that separates us from a lot of other places is is I've I've just come to uh, really use the math and get the get the things really strict on how we do that, and we double batch everything. So, so you the have to be First batch. If well, we, if we mess something up,
1: oh, you can fix it. A few IVUs, so Oh yeah. We I, I don't know if I not the second to not batch. Double batch anymore. Yeah. I know. Like, I always think of that when can, people say that. I'm like, wow, that sounds like a pain in the ass. But you're totally cheating. That's yeah, like great. Having, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like having I mean, I mean two
2: fair share. If we screw up the second batch as well, it's just going to mess it up. But it, right. but it, it really, there have been a few beers where we really, um, we bittered one to no end. Okay. Really bitter too far. And we did the second batch, and I did the math, and I was like, if we don't bitter this one at all, and we just boil it for 30 minutes and run it through.
1: It'll be fine.
2: It'll be perfect balance. Exactly what we were shooting for at the very beginning. Well, I, because, don't, I don't oh, have to I
1: tell eat. you, the big brewers that you're giving props to and how good they are, they do the same fucking thing. All of those beers are blended. <laughs> they totally are. They yeah, taste no, every yeah. day, and it's they blend the those day. batches. Budweiser
2: makes their light lagers at like 10% and blends them all down. Yeah. Blends them to taste. It's a smart
1: many. thing to do. Yeah. What are the IBUs on this beer? on the slager here oh shoot uh yes yeah, even is fine four eight <laughs> it's to ten it's low right and what hops did you use
2: uh this one was uh Sirin aurora and actually it has a little more spiciness than my
1: what was it uh, aurora okay got it uh
2: which is uh, clean a little earthy sometimes but it has a really high alpha acid for what i consider to be almost a noble hop it's kind mm-hmm. of like a cross between an english and noble hop in my opinion
1: are there late additions at all, or is that just yeah, like a, bitter, a okay. bit, of a little
2: bit of of the Strissel Spalt, which has that little spiciness to it? Okay, which is not not what I usually have in this beer. It's just what I had around, and it, I I love it. We
8: bought this. Strisselspalt for the French ale, right? Yeah,
2: the French ale. Hmm.
8: Which is now the Belgian, the
2: Belgian ale. Belgian
8: ale. <laughs> We're going to no, try that one. It's so that better than the taproom, right? <laughs> apparently. Fucking it cares, man. Uh, con- it's all good. they just about the French ale. Yeah. yeah. They don't
1: know what to make of it. No one <laughs> no knew
8: what a French yeah. ale was, so we decided to call it a Belgian. Like, we, don't we, want have, a we have a kreller of that here for you guys.
1: Freedom ale. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's like Freedom Fry. Right? Like, yeah, we don't want those surrender monkeys' beer. That's right. Make it Belgian. Um,. You think of this one, JP? It's kind of a, it's gone. I like it. Yeah, you went I like right it very for it. much. Yeah.
0: How how? What's the hop weight in a beer like this for oh three barrels, three and a half barrel?
2: I think a, a, the entire uh, three and a half barrel batch we yeah, added yeah. twelve ounces. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I nothing, love that, twelve It's just nothing. Homebrewers <laughs> right now are <laughs> really low twelve ounces awesome. <laughs> I mean, the Styrian Aurora is like a, 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 I think around eight percent, but the uh, hmm. you know small it's like. Oh, it was 1.7% 1. 1. Yeah, wow. alpha acid. I love that hop, and I always have loved those low-alpha acid hops. Back when I worked at Oak Barrel, we had a Hershberger that came in at 1.9, wow. and everyone hated it, and I was using it for everything. That's yeah. <laughs> amazing.
1: Is it cheaper because it's uh, low? No. It's still the same price?
2: No, and you don't know the alpha acid when you buy from these suppliers.
1: I'm surprised people even grow that shit anymore, because yeah. the, uh, brewers won't buy it, right? Except you. Some people know. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's
0: like ground uh, crop cover at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Growth, so nothing else grows here. But you, yeah. you noticed
2: that I did supplement. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. normally you'd use like a Hurstbrook around 4% and use that for the whole batch. But okay. I use the steering Aurora because it has that kind of balance. It's soft. But yeah. It has a high alpha to give it the punch it
0: needs mm. to okay. better Well, I would agree with you, but I drank it all, so. <laughs> <laughs> and it finishes clean.
1: Well, let's move right on to the next beer, because I don't want it to warm up too much while we all have right. it in Imperial
0: our Alright, quadruple- Imperial
1: quad, <laughs> yeah. Belgian. Not this one. Here we have the uh, all the wiser uh, Weizenbach, right? That was close. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, you were close. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So tell us about this beer while we taste it. it. smells like a Weizenbach. Yeah. We we went
2: on a big Hefeweizen Hef- kick lately. Okay. We made... We made um, when I was homeburning, I used to do the summer of wheat every summer. And I actually kind of killed it. I, I brewed it so often that I, I got sick of wheat beers and I hadn't made them for many years. And actually, this, these last couple of years, we did a couple last year. Mm-hmm. And this year we made uh, three or four.
8: Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, the Hefeweizen kick definitely comes from the fact that we happen to have a pitch of 300 laying around. Yeah. Ah, just and, laying uh, around. You know. Yeah. Might as well use it again. It's a good yeast. Well,
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we got that from uh, Drake's. right? Okay. Yeah, okay. and it was a really healthy strain. We noticed how good it was, and so we were like, we need to make some more beers with this. Mm-hmm. And we made a dunkelweizen. We noticed with our dunkelweizens too, um, they need a little more clarity. Um, I'm I'm always telling them not to strain the, the hefeweizens or not to biofine them and everything else. It's,
1: this one's yeah. not, is it?
2: Yes, it is.
1: This is biofine bio, too. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay. Well, then you just did it right, because it, it still has just, the right amount of cloudiness. It's a little
2: bit of haze, but it's not that cloudy mess. That, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: But, and um, what character from the East were you going for in this beer?
2: Well, it's a traditional, hefeweizen strain. You want that banana and clove, but I always ferment really low in temperature. Okay, um, Scott's always fighting with that because he wants it done faster.
1: Uh. So turns it up, <laughs> turns it up. But uh, do you turn it? Do you guys? Do you guys argue about the temperature? Do You go I, ahead and turn I, it up.
2: I put, hey, leave this.
8: At we argue about two degrees in temperature.
1: Yes. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah.
1: degrees <laughs> is important. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, absolutely. Your team behind you is shaking their heads like you this fuck is, yeah, this yeah, is, they argue. <laughs>
2: This is great, though. This is why we we not only make great beer that has the right... Profile, but we finish it faster than I would have okay. done
1: myself. I think well, if
2: Justin and I opened it. we together in that.
0: We'd argue about the same temperature.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, no,
0: seventy-five. I know. Yeah, seventy-five. <laughs> <That's, that's> wrong.
1: <laughs> well, the reason I ask what character you're going for is that when we get these yeast-driven styles in here, every brewer is different, and so uh, yours. And I think the last one we had in here, which wasn't too long ago, was a little more on the clove side, and yours to me is a little more on the banana side. So that's, that's why I was wondering if that's what you were going. for. For
2: or? No, I actually try to subdue the banana as much as possible. I know there's okay. a lot on the nose in this one.
1: Yeah, and maybe it does disappear. Uh, and maybe that M-M. was
2: Scott turning up the temperature. <laughs> I, but, um, but no, I always shoot for... Uh, uh, you know, you really want it there. Like, a lot of homebrewers, it, maybe it's not true anymore, but back in the day, they always used to think you'd have to ferment at, like, 72 or something like that to get that banana flavor out of there. And that banana flavor, like this one we started at, like, 64, I believe. Okay. And and you still get the banana flavor out of You do, yeah. Everything. I'm yes.
1: not saying it's overwhelming, by the way. No. It, I, I think know. it's actually very balanced. Um, I just, my palate's just picking that up a little more. Mm-hmm. than. The, and I'm a little sensitive to clove, so I, I think I would have picked that up. You no, know. I
2: think the, the, the main thing I did for this was try to bounce as much as possible. The only thing we did that's a little different than uh, traditional Weisenbach is, is the clarity of it is a little more, mm-hmm. although Weisenbach sometimes were aged, so they'd be clear in general, mm-hmm. um, but also um, that it's a little more bitter. I tend to bitter beers a little more uh, um, for the brewery than I would... Um, on a, on
1: a homebrew scale for myself is that uh, for your audience? You think for your customers? It's a that personal th-
2: preference for me that they'd be a little more multi-sweet, a little more of that um, multi combined with fruit component from the from the yeast and everything. Yeah. And with this one, I'm I'm just tasting it now. I'm thinking,
1: yeah, well,
2: I could have bitted this a little less.
1: But so I think I'm a, I think I'm like the customers uh, because. I also noticed that it was bitter, mm-hmm. and it's one of the things I like about it. Uh, I don't, nope. I don't like sweet fruity beers all that mm-hmm. much. Um, so this has just a little banana, and there's definitely clove in there. And then I liked the, I liked the dry bitter finish. Mm-hmm. And you're right, it's a little out of style. But yeah. it would make me order it. I, I like that too. Mm-hmm. So you're, I think you're key to your customers. And it's been known
2: to surprisingly the people that come in that taste it. I've been really surprised that uh, people that had know nothing about beer have just randomly kind of tasted it and really love it. Yeah. And it's such a uh, uh, it's such a homebrewer style. It, it is really, really down to it. So. Do you
1: guys argue about that? Like styles in terms. In fact, Vonnie, I should bring you in on this because, like, from a marketing perspective. Yeah. Like right now, Weizenbach is not the sexiest beer on earth, right? So you guys like go back and forth about what it is styles. an our brewery. We, <laughs> we, have, we have
8: so many customers that come in and say, "I'm so happy to see other styles than IPA."
1: Cool, okay,
8: and that would be me. Yeah, it happens every day.
1: So you don't worry don't about know. it, then you just brew the, what you want. The
8: idealist in
2: me is thinking, "Oh, it's finally changing back, where I can create all these traditional styles."
1: And yeah. We can well, don't jump the something. gun. Yeah, we'll see. You might be right. <laughs> You guys, this is an eight percent beer, though. Too, this is a big beer for you guys. Eight. It's yeah. so what's in it's, my li- it's oh, in yeah, my yeah, notes. H, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: Eight, per, 8.
1: 0, yeah. Is that is that a Weizenbach style too? Uh, oh, absolutely, it, it is. Up to nine yeah, but it's a Bach, Weizenbach, right? Yeah. So okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always forget the Bach part. I'm thinking yeah. about the Weizen, but not the Bach.
0: That's why I was I was making the joke because it's like here's this three nothing beer, and then we're Jump going all the way the thing. yeah. I was like, wow, that's a contradiction. But, but, uh, but palette wise,
1: great. I think it sure. worked.
0: Yeah, absolutely, for sure. I would love to have this beer right after that that light lager, like you did, like I did. I would love to have. I would love to experience the thing I did. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah.
1: What about the what about the malt bill in this? There's no
0: malt
2: in here. Yeah,
1: it's no malt bill, <laughs> all hops.
2: Oh shoot. <laughs> um I used I used uh, definitely the the German when it came to um I used a German Munich too. Okay. Um I I don't really care when it comes to wheat.
1: Honestly, I just whatever to. brand you mean.
2: I yeah, the white wheat, the red wheat, uh, what brand it comes from. There are a few exceptions. I mean, some is it might, great, great western in this, pretty much. I think it's great western. Yeah.
1: What percentage is wheat?
2: Uh, just a little over fifty percent.
1: And uh, the, and the Munich is not the base mall. That's just another, what's the base mall, or that's Munich.
2: With our Dunkelweisen it was a much higher percentage. With this, it was a little less. I. I um, I wanted the color to be kind of in between a dunkelweizen and a hefeweizen. I didn't want to go full on to the dark one. Okay, um, as an experiment, really, and it's I'm, a good experiment. I really like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The malt balance is really nice.
5: I mean, it's got a lot of body and good malt flavor. You know. Thanks. I think it balances out. I don't feel like it's too bitter. You don't? No,
0: I don't think so either. I
1: yeah, I not. wouldn't say too bitter, but it's bitter at the I, end. It surprised I mean, me. You know,
2: you get that What's almost like the with the hefeweizen. You know? you
1: yeah, he might be right. Add
2: kind of, it adds that Christmas uh, with 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 the hefeweizen. Sometimes you get that rounded, almost like like a marshmallow, like fluffy character to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and, yeah. and the bitterness for this uh, brings it beyond that. And I did it on purpose. But I'm still kind of kicking myself.
1: <laughs> I think it's <laughs> well, okay. Well, it's a
5: good
2: thing you drink the beer and you
5: make it again, and you make it the way you want. You yeah. know, yeah. yeah. And so
1: it. you started. At, you say at 64 degrees, your fermentation, mm-hmm. Scott, and then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> obviously I took it up to 80 right? <laughs> <laughs> At some point do you let it free rise though? Or, oh, we, uh, or no?
2: we not only free rise We have a very sophisticated oh, heating we system We have the best one we... around
1: And this so, is so, oh,
8: Ben. So right. one day um, <laughs> I, Ben was all pissed off That we, uh, we couldn't ri- Raise the temperature on a beer um, Fast enough It was last winter okay, It was a year ago that was last winter. Oh, Super sure. cold. Yeah. Yeah, 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 And so I decide, you know what? That Manway is just metal, and it goes directly through. It's not through the jacket. It goes directly through to the beer. Yeah. And I said, hey, I have a $30 space uh, heater sitting right here on a ladder. And I a put ladder my, the exact height as the Manway. As way. the Manway. So I'm like, I'm just going to put a heater on the Manway. Smart. And let it sit there. Within three hours, it has raised three degrees. No really? kidding! I can run upstairs to the office, Ben. Like, it's already rising.
2: <laughs> Depending oh on how active the fermentation is, like even without any active fermentation, it'll raise about two degrees a yeah. day. So okay. we are we, with this
1: space heater. With a yep. space heater, do you think New Joe Belgium problem. is taking notes right now? Yeah. And they're like, they're like, oh, we have know. a space heater,
2: I, but I'm taking notes. Yeah. Yeah. What, right? I don't know if this scales up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think here a, on a right, right. is on a seven barrel uh, fermenter though, this is a seven barrel and resistance. it works
8: great. We've, we yeah. we can raise. That's awesome. We can raise. Probably overnight with a space heater, we go from, uh, you know, 62 degrees up to 70. Wow. Okay. Well,
5: the thing, so I'm, I'm thinking back to my first winter as a professional brewer, which was at my brewery. And I started to go into a panic because all the time home brewing, I would always do that free rise. You know, I've got my little heater and my little, hmm. you know, way to do that. And then you get to a big brewery and
1: and it was not happening. What are you the do? tanks. Yeah, it's, yeah. Almost, it's, yeah, it's
5: I was easier like, in some ways. I was like, I have no idea. But and now we just...
8: It's easier to brew in We hot just climate, let it be actually. cold. Yeah. I mean,
5: there's nothing you can do. It's,
8: it's much easier
2: on a large scale to with a glycol system yeah. to, to cool it. But heating it is actually more difficult because it has a glycol jacket insulating it. Yeah, of <laughs> course. It, it, it
7: well, will
1: you, not budge. You cool wise. yours with the glycol, right? Well, absolutely. Okay, yeah. so you have a jacket. And then, so the heating up, though, is... Is to kind of let it clean up and save time. In other words, like Teresa, you're saying, "Oh, I just resigned to not heat it yep. up," but that meant that you had to wait longer for the yeast to clean it up, right? Right. Okay.
5: So now, you know, during the winter, our beers might take two days longer mm-hmm. than they'd take in the summer. Got it. Because you want that to get up there
8: step? into the you know the 68 to 72 degree range to do a, a diacetyl rest. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, if you can't do that, there's hop creep we've definitely had that happen we we had ha-
2: we never experienced it on a homebrew scale so we we really didn't even believe in it
1: right and uh, and then boom <laughs> and, then and then boom
2: yeah like five or six beers in a row and then just um, to
1: clarify for our listeners, like you, dry hopping a beer is it what happens, right? was dry hopping
2: right? cold okay. so that uh, uh, re-fermentation happens not maybe in the fermenter or even after biofine and into the keg. I think a lot of times they were a hazy, so they weren't biofine. But mm. even in the keg, uh, it would happen where uh, uh, a fermentation would happen again because of the uh, fermentable carbohydrates in the hops mm-hmm. and uh, just the, the reaction beer tastes
8: great. with it. Right when you put it on tap and then like you come back two weeks later and and all of a sudden it's weird yeah, fruitiness to it.
1: So then you believed in the hop cream. It tastes like
8: (laughs) buttered popcorn.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, Yeah. someone described it as to me like like strawberry something, and that's the first time I was like, oh. "Oh, I remember that.
1: Okay. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So if you can heat it up though. You're not getting rid of hop creep. You're just sort of dealing. You're
2: allowing with it. the fermentation to happen at a higher temperature so that it it, it gets rid of the diacetyl that mm-hmm. was created that would otherwise be created by the hop creep.
1: Okay, yeah. a little faster. Yeah, this beer is not dry hopped, is it? The Weizenbach. No. No. Okay. No. Just traditional. Are any of
2: the beers we brought today, dry hops? No. I don't no. think we brought any hoppy beers today. I mean, we, we JP's always,
1: all right with that. All right we with
2: always that. have hazy IPAs on tap. We always have West Coast IPAs on tap. We're always shooting for them. I actually
8: They sell really well, so we yeah, you, have Yeah, you don't have on, a choice. But uh, <laughs> to be
2: fair, I was almost against hazy IPAs when we first started and because I really love Oats in beer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just really came to love the recipes I really came to appreciate Hazy IPAs okay. I really like it Yeah, um, I really like doing it now which is a Complete switch around from Scott and I at the very beginning.
1: Though. Sure. Yeah. That's good, though. You're not afraid to, to learn new things and learn what you don't, no, you don't just have like some opinion that you won't give up no matter what kind of beer gets put in front of you. Whoa, 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 for, whoa. For whoa. Example. <laughs> Why are you pointing at him? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Who I was just, just, I was just that? waving my hands around. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I was just waving yeah. my hands around. Yeah. Right. Didn't mean to. Bebo, <laughs> though. No, I mean, She's pointing yeah, at him. Yeah. <laughs> that, that
0: would be the biggest mistake, right? I mean,
1: yeah. yeah. Nobody hard. wants to
0: hold on to traditions and things that built. Nations, oh my God! And businesses.
2: To be,
8: to be fair, German lagers are still the best type of beer. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's the best thing about brewing, though. Um, and this whole community, um, I've learned so much from other people and just asking questions. Okay. And and people are in this industry are so willing to just talk. Yeah. And it's been one of the best things I've I've experienced in my life. Um. And if you are you know really dogmatic about how you do things. I think you're not learning, yeah. And and the best way to be in this industry is always evolving with other people.
1: Especially now, it's a tough market to not be willing to evolve. Yes. Um, it also surprises me how uh, forthcoming brewers still are with the amount of competition. But it actually seems to do the opposite than than what you'd expect. And people just collaborate more. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a little surprising because there's a ton of competition. Is it, uh, among is it you. just
2: a Bay Area thing, or is it? I don't is it think more so. one.
1: In my experience, from the interviews we've done, I think it's fairly countrywide, and especially I it think, came out of the
2: whole homebrewing movement. I'm sure.
1: I think it came out of that, but I also think wherever you have a pocket of a lot of brewers, it's mm-hmm. more prevalent, right? So I'm sure San Diego is like that. I think Portland is like that. Mm-hmm. I think when you get to the states that have fewer breweries, there's just less of a climate that uh, that enables it. So in other words, not that they're against it, but they're not getting together on a regular basis and going to everybody's brewery like we do here in the Bay, <laughs> because there's, I don't know how many yeah, like, of you, 500 of you better? or yeah. yeah, so I do think that, that like just the quantity is a part of it. And again, you'd think the opposite, like the more brewers, you'd think you guys would like, you know, keep your secrets to no, yourself, but no. it's not like that at all.
2: I'll give you my recipe any day of the week. Yep. And if you make it better, all I ask is you bring me a bottle.
1: Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can't make it better, but somebody uh, listening can. Let's take a quick break. We've got more beer to try, so I want to get those into our glass. So when we come back, more with Ocean View Brew Works. Hang in there. You're listening to the session.
0: Hey, this is Julian Trego from Beachwood Brewing, and you are listening to this session on the Brewing Network.
1: Welcome back to the program. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. And we are still hanging out with Ocean View Brewworks. You can go to oceanviewbrews.com if you want to learn more about them or where to find them. And uh, yeah, Ocean View Brews. Dot com. Do you guys distribute at all? I know we have your beer on tap here at the Hop Grenade, so folks, if you want to come out and try it, it'll be here for another couple days, but other than that, it's just the tap room, or what? Currently, Minimally.
8: we're about uh, 95% through the tap room, okay. and uh, we are also in uh, several farmer's markets, um, which have oh, really? been amazing for
1: How us. How do you do that? Do you go, do you have staff that goes to these, or what?
8: Uh, we have staff. Um,
4: Tamika right, well, right here is Tameka? at the okay. Temescal market yeah. every Sunday, and then we go we go lot. to,
1: um,
8: we, were, we were at uh, Shadeland's uh, Farmer's Market in
1: Walnut Creek uh, this so last Saturday. So you set up an Ocean View booth at the Farmer's Market. Yeah, Markets. so okay. we
8: basically, um, you can get a Type 84 uh, permit added onto your Type 23, okay. which allows you to sell, uh, to taste up to eight ounces per person per day. It's like 167, and, dude. And That's sell prepackaged beer. Okay. Um, which is Awesome. And it changed like two years ago for for us to be able to do that. So that's great. um, We took a hold of that and and ran with
1: it. I've heard of this law, but I don't think we've done an interview yet with a brewery who's like, yeah, we're doing that. Well, Scott
4: and I come from a long history of farmers markets and that style of things. We both went to King Elementary. So we had like Alice Waters with her farm to table ideas. And then we worked on a farm in Santa Barbara and did the farmers markets for that farm. So farmers markets are near and dear to our hearts so when yeah. we found out that this law had changed we both said yes that is exactly the way that we meet our communities and we get to know the drinkers and we hear their feedback and we market it in a place people are already doing their grocery shopping where they see the humans behind it and they taste the product okay rather yeah. than just looking at it on a shelf and saying oh i like that label
1: it's the perfect environment for yeah. a small brewery like no, no that. one yeah. else yeah. steal the uh, yeah. community driven yeah. 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 brewery <laughs> like ours
8: <laughs> the, where the, it's all about bringing your your Kid and your pets. and The great thing and, that, that happened was we started uh, in some farmer's markets around us and we just realized we did like a Saturday morning farmer's market, talked to a bunch of people and then that afternoon all of a sudden there's like five people from the farmer's market that are there. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like
1: direct marketing. You made them thirsty exactly. just <laughs> by being at the farmer's <laughs> where they're like, well, I'm done shopping now. Yes. I'll go to and the brewery. 10
4: was a little too early but it yeah. was great.
1: It's perfect, yeah. It also
8: is, it amazes me all the time the amount of people are like, Nine thirty, no problem.
1: Yeah, I'll take a sample. <laughs> sure. I <is> <laughs> uh, me segue a second. Tamika, um, your lipstick is amazing, and I'm curious: <laughs> Does your lipstick always match your outfit? I'm just curious, or is it just as a special occasion?
5: I found a new lipstick line, yeah. and yes, from here on out, my it's always going a match. Definitely match. Well,
0: Hell yeah! <laughs> it is fantastic. It's so rad.
1: Yeah, you yeah. look amazing, and what a great ambassador. i was just curious. Like, I was like, is this a special occasion or always? Oh, okay, it's called, it's called Ocean
2: View Blue. Do you, yeah. Ocean View Blue.
1: you Do you work at the tap room as well? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put this to the test. I'm gonna show up on like a random Wednesday <laughs> so, no, do, no, and no. Okay, see. Okay,
5: so wait, 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 wait. To yeah. Show up at the tap, like at the tap room on Fridays? On Fridays, okay. You can come to the farmers market on Sunday. Okay. And I bet you my lipstick will be popping.
1: I love this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting this to the test. Yeah. And Bevo wants to know what line of makeup you have. Found. Yeah, I want to yeah. know what line of lipstick that is. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: it's I Ocean View Blue. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love this. Straighten up, best vibe, right? Now.
3: <laughs> oh God, could you imagine me trying to rock a blue lip though? <laughs>
1: no. Yes, <just laughs> one. Not everybody can pull no, that off. No, I could Tanika's never. Tanika's rocking it. Not she looks amazing. That off. Yeah. Yeah. We will find a color
0: than that matches. That's right. We'll find the right blue. This is going to be a whole web series.
1: I want to find my color, too, though.
0: Give Bev we'll a makeover.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like this. I like it, too. Give Bev a makeover. It's our new show on the Brewing Network.
3: Yeah, because I need reasons to
6: make me feel older. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>
1: all of us, really. Yeah. Well, let's try some more beer because it's in our glass. Is that all right to do? Yeah, I thought so. I um,
0: poured them all together in the same glass, is that did, cool? just to make your own blend. Expediency. Well, I, I want to eat dinner.
1: <laughs> well, we've got a, uh, three uh, in front of us, so why don't we start though with the Pied Piper, which is your now. You have it listed in my notes as the French Ale, but is this the one that's now called a Belgian Ale? Yes, but it's. But Ben, you designed it as a French Ale. Yeah. Which one is it? The when lighter it colored to, one. When it comes to the the naming beers, one, the darker one. No, no, no the, the, tap the lighter. Okay.
0: Yes.
2: When it comes to naming beers in the tap room, um, you know, it, how do you, we we never make the same beer twice? Okay, so you know, how do you how do you name beers and and the uh, Belgian versus French? Uh, I don't know if they knew how strongly I felt about this <laughs>
1: friendship. Yeah. Meaning, you walked in one day. I and walked it was... in one day it was a Belgian ale, <laughs> and you were like, "What the fuck?"
2: And I was like, "Yeah, okay, that'll probably sell better anyway." Okay, but but um. I, hmm. This is this is a this beer is kind of special to me because I wanted that spiciness, I wanted that dryness, I wanted that caramel. It, this beer if it was a little more sweet and it had a little more of that Belgian character would be a double. But it's, it's but it's a dark a f- one. French. Ale. It is the dark, You're dark one. You're
4: drinking the wrong one, Ben.
0: <laughs> See, I was going off I was going off <laughs> Ben.
4: Yeah, I was. I, was, I, was, I heard what you said and I was like, "That's not right." I
5: was, I was just looking at what Ben was drinking, you, and I was trying to put
0: it together. And I'm no, it's like, not.
1: "You I'm corrected at the right That's time?" Because I was like, "This is a fucking good no. French ale." Ben was right. Apparently, Ben was right. Which bitter? Which means I was right. It's the lighter one.
4: No, the lighter one is the the new bitter. She poured that last.
0: Ben, yeah. you're playing for two here, so you better be right. I don't
1: care. Oh, no, shit. Um, I think Bonnie's right. I've
2: also been drinking the black lager on everything I, else. I'm also palace. right because I put
1: them in yeah, that order. Just Bevo, Bevo poured them and, okay. Here, watch. It Got doesn't
2: it. matter. Uh,
4: here's the fool's gold. You can all do a color Well, comparison.
1: here's, I think most importantly, though, yeah, I, can, Ben, it's French ale. You're right. Like, it's not a, it's not a Belgian.
2: It's spicy and dry. And it's French ale. If it, was I not, if it was not a French ale, it would be a double, and it would be a little more sweet, and it would have a little more of that caramel character to it and everything else.
1: And I get the marketing thing, but and so maybe a bunch of people who come in and try it, like, they're not going to know the difference, but a bunch of beer geeks are going to come in and go, well, yeah, he yeah. kind of failed at that Belgian ale. I'm sorry to go on Ben's side here for a second, but I go go ahead. It's a very it's not very Belgian y, it's very French. It is very
0: French, absolutely. Also, I think Ben is correct when he said he doesn't care. Which mm. beer it is, because mm-hmm. they're both very good.
1: They are both very good. Yeah.
0: Look <laughs> at the other one.
1: They really Stop are both very now, good. No. I'm the
0: one
6: that has to work.
1: Okay.
0: And then another thing Ben did right that no one else did is this.
1: So that's Melina. Uh, pull the microphone over by Melina you, Melina. Martinez. Okay. You. One yes. of the brewers, right? Yes. And in charge of the barrel program, too? Do I have that the in my notes? All the cellar, cellar work. the cellar work that happened. Okay.
6: I'm so the one that does all the work that Ben... And says,
1: Do Pull this, that microphone yeah. all the way up with you. you I am the one that does up. the work there we go. with Ben. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and did you argue whether or not this was a Belgian or a French ale or, or about I the argued name for it?
6: Belgian because it was not very French and people ah. don't really have an understanding of what French is. Okay. So when you taste it you get these weird esters.
2: What is your understanding of what a
0: French ale is? Oh here we go. <laughs> 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 and instantly I would Every not want to work with Ben.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's Homer somehow coming through. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know
5: what I mean? Yeah.
0: He just channeled oh, Homer.
5: My it sounds just, like side
0: of this conversation. You just keep
2: asking, and I'm, well, I, I, like she said, I come in and I say, "You're doing that wrong," and she says, "No, I'm doing it better." <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes she's right. I
1: I think it's missing. Um a lot of the ester profile that would be a belgian right and then it's missing some of the sweetness although it's kind of low ab oh no it's eight and a half Mm -hmm. yeah so if it were eight and a half belgian it would be a little sweeter than it is too this is eight and a half but i totally agree that like a bunch of people don't know you know the difference um it's a really nice beer though
0: so let's so
2: talk
4: about for- why it's called Pied Piper.
1: Okay, why is it called Pied Piper? <laughs> no, no, then? no. I
4: was
1: just getting topic. <laughs> just, it, we mine- just like
4: we like the TV show, and Pied Face means really drunk, and it's a high ABV for us, so we thought
8: we
1: yeah. call
4: it Pied Face, like you know yeah, super, super drunk we, 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 we got, got into so
8: Silicon, Silicon Valley, Valley like, so
4: Scott wanted to call it that one
8: and
1: then great show like, oh Pied Piper that's a great Belgium I was thing. gone yeah. for a weekend and this happened <laughs> and this all <laughs>
8: and I feel this like a lot of things all.
1: happen when Ben leaves yeah. uh, Ben's more of a moonlighting
0: guy <laughs> <laughs> all moonlighting references but yeah wow go. that's
1: old school shit yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me
5: you'd have to go it's, to the wayback back machine
1: it's also a sleeper at eight and a half because it drinks really yeah. easy literally well but that's part of what
2: I was talking about is starting at really low temperatures and then ending it really... High temperatures to make sure you get that proper attenuation. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's a very dry beer, so we we yeah. we, we I think this one went to eighty five percent attenuation, maybe it, even it, further. Yeah, no, down this, to was a, this was this okay. was this was like eighty eight or something like that. This is crazy attenuation because this was yeah. the um, it was a blend of the beer saison yeast saison and the French sausages. Yeah, 10.06, That's super dry. Yeah, yeah. It went to almost ninety percent attenuation. And, wow. Um, I mean, but but the but same thing happened
8: with uh, I think the uh, the ESB, right? The well, we got like yeah like 82% on that. Now
2: we always do these methods where we, we start low mm-hmm. and then Scott fights me and gets it higher and that's beside the point. The fermentation temp. But, you but mean. we start low and then we end high near the end of fermentation of and and make sure that. that we raise <laughs> that we we make the yeast uh, finish to full attenuation as well as drive out all the bad characteristics they have. Um like diacetyl and stuff like that. But yeah. um especially for lagers. But um it, it I, I don't know. It it, um, it helps it makes attenuate this really smooth beer. Yeah, but it also gives all the flavor components you really want. Like you said, you had plenty of banana in the Weizenbach mm-hmm,
1: but, mm-hmm.
2: You know, we fermented that pretty cool compared to some of the other ones.
1: Okay, but to attenuate like this, it's more than fermentation temperature.
2: Oh, that's what I was going to say. The last, I don't know if it's a seasonal thing. I don't know if it's a yeast thing, but some mash temperature.
1: The that's last, what I'm getting uh, at. Yeah,
2: the last maybe that's the, the thing too. Maybe that's it, because it's been, I, I this like whole cold season, we've been experiencing e- extreme attenuation rates.
8: Mm. So we're starting with like lower uh, grain temperature, graining in, mm-hmm. and we're getting like, you know, we grain in usually around, uh, we shoot for 148 on most beers. Okay. But they um, grain
4: in with a roll-up door wide open to the outside temps in a fairly uninsulated one-car garage-sized uh, yeah. room, okay. which our grain is stored in. So, we're pretty much brewing outside. Yeah. So, our outside beer temps are
2: but, but kind I, of what's in the ground. But I can your say single infusion, you're,
1: you're going for 148 <laughs> as your infusion, not your strike. Like, it's 148 is what you're mashing at. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. With,
8: with, with most beers, um, unless we're trying to do something different. We, okay. we hit a range. I, yeah. I gave up on trying to hit a very specific temperature. You know what? I've, you know I've actually enjoyed. Going into the 146, 145 uh, 45 yeah. range, yeah. no okay. problem, and getting perfect
1: you know, attenuation. When, on that are side. you noticing 140, more in. attenuation yes. when you do that? You are. Yeah. I,
8: I noticed this when I was home brewing. Okay. Um, and I, that's why I started always going more towards the, the lower end of the spectrum. Got it.
5: Well, personally, when I started commercially brewing, and you guys have been going for two years, so you probably dialed this already, but I found that everything dries out way more than you would think. Just because that... the efficiency is better so whatever you have in your malts your base malt is going to be a higher contribution so you need to kind of up your specialty malts as well to balance that out or else everything is just going to dry out hmm. mm-hmm. well, and I've, I've heard this from other commercial brewers too I mean you just that's one of the things you grow to expect
2: it, I, I think some of it has to do with the way that the wort is oxygenated I mean almost all of our systems have a um, inline oxygenation system that mm-hmm. most brewers don't have Um Um, I I did find, though, that I had to actually tone down, like, crystal malts and stuff like that so that it didn't give a really sweet character. Hmm. Um,
1: So what's the malt bill on this one look like?
2: Which one are we talking about? The French. The French?
1: The Pied Piper. Sorry, buddy. I believe I uh, (laughs) used the Belgian
2: Pilsner, the Belgian Munich, and... um, and a bag of malt that was given to me by some home brewers, <laughs> uh, and uh, it sounds unique. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they won it. They won it in like a Bay Area Matchers okay. uh, competition, and it's a uh, uh, Swan Gold. Um, I don't know if it's swain or Swan. It's it, they have a Swan as their label. Okay, uh, it's a, a company out of the Netherlands, but. Um, it's a it's a Munich malt, but it's at a it's a it's a really dark Munich malt. It's like a fifty five. Oh wow! And I've used it in a ton of our recent beers, and it is amazing.
1: It must have been a small percentage in this if it's that dark.
2: Uh, I use for these. You know, we're a small brewery,
1: so a couple, but still for a three couple and a, percent three and a half of barrels.
2: The... I use like eight pounds.
1: Okay, something like that. All right, you know. And you like the malt? Do you, how it came oh, out? I
2: love the malt. Okay, I love, I love that uh, that crystal malt. I, I I want to use it in everything now. And all I have to do is convince Scott to let mm. me buy a pallet.
1: Is it crazy expensive though? Probably. Well, it is. It's no, a, the cool thing
2: is though, the like closest distributor is in Ohio, so some <laughs> of
8: these malts. Oak Barrel has them, and we only need like our system. A few pounds. Got so it. We can go down there and pick up some yeah. malt from there. For, oh, for very so small amounts cool. that we know yeah. we're not going
2: to use again, like American Roasted Barley, which I use only for my Irish Red and nothing else, then I'll, I'll go down to Oak Barrel, and and sometimes I'll even Wow, um, oh, that's my It used to be my favorite thing back in the day, was whenever I designed a recipe when I worked at Oak Barrel, because mm-hmm. he'd, he'd pay for us to to brew the beer, and, and then Put it on tap and I could take some home as well. Like I said,
1: yeah, the great best job. Boss. Yeah,
2: Homer is the uh, uh, second best best boss. person to learn from. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> aside from pain. So you got but, to experiment with all this stuff anyway.
2: I got to experiment, but like, but it was like if I want a crystal 120, yeah. Um, I will go and and we 'd get crystal one twenty we 'd get the British from different things we 'd get um we get it from crisp or we'd get it from simpson we 'd get some u k time old whatever but we 'd get a, a a similar to one twenty just sell it as a one twenty because that 's what it is you yeah you have yeah to be general when you 're about that um So I would go, and I would taste the British 120, and I'd taste the American 120, and then I'd go and taste the Special B from Belgium, and I'd go and taste the Especial from the Patagonian malt. And there's a difference, right? And there's always a difference. There's not only a difference between all those different brands. There's a difference from lot to lot. Okay. There's a difference. uh, the, The Patagonian might have been the best last time, but... Uh, somehow, by some miracle, the American is the best this time. I see. And, and so I I still do that when it comes to uh, these small amounts that we need. Just you guys are lucky brewery. that way. We're yeah. lucky that way. We're a small brewery, and, and we're able to
1: do that. So then, and I can tell how much you enjoy that, both of you. Mm-hmm. is Do you guys want to become a, a a bigger brewery? Do you want to be a 30-barrel a, a brew a house? Limit. Do you Okay. So 30, you want to grow 30, some? 30? 30?
8: 30? Well, there's um, <laughs> the, the 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 whole craft uh, brewing industry scares me a bit right now. Yeah, um, so it's a
1: little nerve wracking. It's
8: a little nerve wracking, and there's some um,
1: so slow growth,
8: hesitation on uh, taking on you know, yeah. a bunch of money and going to a bank and getting a big loan and growing up. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the trends that you see out there are, are focusing more on smaller community-based breweries. Sure. Um, so we're we're kind of playing the fine line right now of uh, where to go on that.
1: Okay. All right. Because you would lose also some of this. Well, you don't just get to go cruise down to Oak Barrel and then yeah. you know buy two pounds only. of No, it just means whatever. we
2: buy a pound of this and we decide where to use it. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's still the I, I, we can we can still remain the same in that way. I. I like, like I said, I want to buy a pallet right, – even this. I want to buy a pallet right now from Aldi Carlson uh, because it's the closest distributor for that gold swan – malt that I want that is... that is. uh Do you want me to ask Scott if you can
1: if you can buy a pallet? <laughs> yeah, please. For you? Um,
2: I think Scott approached it in the brewery earlier. I think I'm we pretty, pretty a sure by saying this right now that it's going to happen. If it's on radio, if it's not not just, a
1: podcast... You're going to walk in the brewery tomorrow. It's playing. Just this segment is playing
0: right when Scott walks in the brewery. That's right, a weird coincidence. Hey, we'll cut it and loop it for you. It's no
2: problem. <laughs> well, if you're talking about when it comes down to Budweiser and you're talking about every single penny and everything like that. But if you're sure. a craft brewer and you really want to do something you're
1: going to do it. Well, and not That's just right. any crap, but even at your size even more so. Like in other words, you don't have to worry as much about efficiency as say, I don't know, even the 21st Amendment, which is not this massive brewery, but I got a big brew house, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And the efficiency is something to them. They've got you guys you're not so worried about like getting every single thing out of your malt or, sugar, yeah. or buying a couple pounds here and a couple pounds there. You guys you have some some flexibility there. We do. You're probably also broke, but um you're having fun, you know. <laughs>
4: That's well, you yes, put that we're very years, so. <laughs> yeah.
5: You can have a much bigger brewery and still be super broke. So, yes. at yeah. least
4: this January is proving better than last. I mean, we made it through the rainiest, wettest, coldest first year, and I'm surprised we're still here. And, yeah.
1: a, oh. this celebration was this it? year
4: is going to be really exciting. Do you
1: mean just getting people out to the br- to the tasting room? Is we're
4: 75 percent outdoor space. When
8: it when it uh, pours rain and it's yeah. cold, it yeah. just shuts down. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we try
2: to make up for it the rest of the year. Well,
4: we went through not only that, but we were brand new, had a great kind of summer buildup, had the fires in California, super excited. We did the resilience project. We Mm. gave back. We did food drives. We were really gung-ho on all those things. Fire stopped, rain started, and then it just rained and, and rained, rained and it rained year. and yeah. it was yeah. really I mean, a downer. But we live in California. Was, California
1: need needs, needs it, but yeah. yeah. You know. but, you thought, but your uh,
2: bank account doesn't. Yeah. It should, no. it should no. rain, it should no, rain no. every single night from twelve to three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Exactly. laughs> Don't rain
8: open. Please. But it but it
4: really I mean it really made us rethink how we brought people into the brewery and how we sure.
8: uh,
4: sold ourselves as a business and what we were there for and it gave us that ability to say hey that's as bad as it can be we've got to be sustainable going into the future and so we kind of went about things differently than i think other breweries did maybe opening five or ten years ago because yeah. we didn't have that luxury of a nice opening year we never had that big peak
8: yeah so, segue a little bit um one of the things we're really excited about right now um uh, is beer week uh, yeah up here real quick um and you guys uh,
1: doing some events for that
8: We have a ton of events. Um, Can
1: I just say that I think that if you were to advertise that uh, Ben and Scott will be in the tasting room arguing with each other more often, maybe with a little bit of Melina, like, scolding them, you'd get more people to come out just so to watch ben that shit. So we actually this
8: going on already? <laughs> we, we talked about this the other day. That's an everyday know know
6: you... Like, just come in, and I will be yelling at both
2: of them. <laughs> I <love> when, <laughs> when, when Scott and I went over a general consensus of what we might want to talk about during this podcast, we realized that we could probably have our own podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as we're Talking about beer, it right. could go on all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I, I didn't have the idea of Melina yeah. there to scold us, though. That's the that's the. I that's like keeps the worry running. That's
1: what yeah. brings yeah. it home. You need yeah. a host for yes. sure. That's oh, why yeah. you come well, one to. One day Melina
4: showed up at our bar. <laughs> and
1: is this what happens? <laughs> so, yeah, oh God! I mean, she yeah. should really <laughs> straight tell straight the story up, because
4: this is how everyone comes to work for us. See, people don't realize this, but Tamika, we have a storage unit. That we all have our extra pieces in. And Tamika runs the public storage. And she watched I her see. kids a couple times. She's a beer enthusiast. And one day I said, Tamika, we need some more employees. When are you going to work for us? And she thought and I was joking. And she said, no, I, I will. Oh yeah. So now <laughs> she represents us. A good friend of ours in the neighborhood. He came in all the time. We became good friends. And now he works for us. Like wow. another neighbor. He's one of our taproom associates. So Melina's story is very similar. And this is kind of how our taproom has been built. And it's Kind of that style we go for of the cheers bar where we know our regulars' names. We know who you are if you come in. We want to have you be a part of our project.
2: Melina stands apart because she came in one day and was basically like, "Yeah, you're going to hire me." Ah.
7: <laughs> no, she was showed I up at the bar, into the,
6: the tap room. I didn't actually go in because I was too nervous. There oh, really? Just, some vibe was like, "Go away." And then the, the day that I did show up was like, "Come, come in, come in."
4: Well, the first thing Ben was standing in the
1: doorway. <laughs> <and you're like, laughs> yeah. Melina, were, so, uh, were you were a, you a, a brewer before?
6: So I was a teacher before. I was a third grade reading teacher before and okay. I did not like my job okay. and I had a really bad experience and I left that job and then I I found home brewing and I thought this is amazing and I walked into this tap room and Ben was brewing a black lager and I talked to the tap room person and The tapper manager actually came out that day and was gonna take pictures to post on Instagram that we need to hire somebody. And I was like,
1: Hey, standing right uh, here!
6: Look at me! Look at me! I'm right here! Yeah, Uh, that was that was Sammy Girl. Yeah, Sammy Sammy Girl was about to take pictures. So I got an interview that day. The next day I showed up and I was like, Sammy, I like this place. Let's do this. Wow! And Scott and Bonnie were out of town, so I was like, I'm gonna leave you a cover letter. And she's like, No, no, it's not. It's not that formal. You don't need to do that. And I was like,
1: (laughs) They'll hire anybody.
6: I've been working on this for a while. I'm gonna leave my. I'm gonna leave my cover letter. And she's
0: like, okay. I don't think you so, heard me. So I'm going to eat <laughs> this.
6: When yeah. I saw Scott, he was like, I read your whole cover letter. It was amazing. Like, oh, the yeah. whole, I read the whole letter. The whole thing I read. so yeah, Nice. The, that was,
1: really, I, he was just terrified of you Scott and wanted to excited. say the right thing. They're usually about the right things.
6: <laughs> he, he picks well,
1: yeah. I have to say. Yeah, he picks well.
4: Uh, and Sammy Girl's my sister-in-law, so she's, okay. it's, it's definitely family
6: operations.
1: It sounds like she it. She
6: has good choice, too. I
1: mean, yeah.
4: Here I am. Thing,
6: right, yeah. Years later.
1: <laughs> and you brew with Ben, right?
6: I, I brew with Ben. Yeah. Definitely Ben was one of the ones that showed me what to do. Scott is a very good teacher as well because he never gets mad at me when I mess up. He just kind of lets me do my thing.
1: Well, and he was a stoner for a long time. The, so. And so am I.
6: We so yeah, understand, understand just each other fine, very well. Just fine. We just yeah.
1: get along you, really well. You fine. can't yell at stoners. And yeah. I yeah. have a great, great picture of stoner. Benjamin
6: and I where we're homebrewing together and all he's doing is like pointing and I'm down there doing all the I'm work. Not I'm not like, mad. just No, no, no. That's I'm kind of how it goes. Picking I'm just going to point and tell you what to do. I'm
2: trying the Homer method.
1: It's good.
6: Two different teachers, really good mentors. And here I am.
1: And and it's your full-time job job. now? This is
6: my full-time job. This is what I do. And I was on vacation for a week. Thank you. I was on vacation for a week, and I was at the grocery store feeling all the tension of people having to go back to work, and I was thinking... I'm going to go make beer. Yeah. Like, when I go back to beer, or when I go back to work, I'm going to make keep beer, and
1: I'm right. so happy about that. Different than going back to the school, school, school year. Super and, different. Yeah. Very, very,
6: <laughs> way Bonnie less Bonnie has no idea what that's yeah. like. Yeah. No, I quit that job. <laughs> I'm
0: done. So who's beer. working at the brewery right now? If everybody oh, yeah. who's in here
1: <laughs> Who's at the brewery right Aaron. now? Aaron.
6: Aaron is holding okay. them. Okay, currently running. He's probably watching us right now. She's listening to us right now.
2: Yeah. And Tyler <laughs> okay. and Ben and Taylor. We, we have an amazing and staff.
1: God, Taylor? maybe you guys are wow, broke because you have of an people. enormous staff.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so <they take> care <laughs> of us. The hell are you Who thinking? We don't keep working that long.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's try another beer. Let's go. Uh, I, there's one that's not on my list, so I don't know we want to try. Bitter because I thought it was the Weizenbach. You want to go for that one? Instead of the Midnight Sun, you want to do the Bitter first?
8: Oh, absolutely. Tell me midnight. what it is, because it's not uh, on my lager. list. The Black should be today. last. Yeah. We'll do that last. So the Bitter we just released today.
1: Okay. What's it called? What is it? What was the goal?
4: Okay, so it's called Fool's Gold.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um,
4: because our two-year anniversary is going to be uh, nautical-themed and pirate-themed. So why? Huh?
1: Oh, because you guys are ocean view. Okay. Which would that, be a, why not? be a dumb Yeah. Original yeah.
4: name of Albany for a year. We don't have an ocean view. Sorry. Stand on our roof.
1: No. Oh, yeah, don't don't gloss over that. So Ocean View was the city's name originally.
4: For one whopping year.
1: Okay. <laughs> Which is like when? What? 1907
4: to 1908. Okay. And then their mail kept getting mixed up, so it was sent out to Ocean View in San Francisco uh. and all the other Ocean View districts. Berkeley had an Ocean View that is 4th Street now in mm. the West Berkeley part, um, but Albany got mad because Berkeley was dumping their trash at the bulb So a bunch of women went out with shotguns and blocked wow. the trash wagons from dumping their trash at the beach. Okay. The next...
1: Like. Why is your logo not women with shotguns? Uh, I know.
4: Right. I've heard that so many times. Uh, there, there will be friends. a beer. There will be a beer. Yes. Uh, there are a lot of women here for our brewery. We feel like we're doing a good job. You are doing
1: a good job, course, but that um, just would have been so badass. It
4: would have been pretty badass. But we do love our logo too. See if you haven't seen it. Really I have. Yeah. Big form, everybody. That's that
1: could definitely beer.
0: be a beer label for sure. You know how the two and a they like to do the the walk to celebrate the end of prohibition. Yeah. That March.
1: Yeah. They could celebrate the women exactly. with shotguns. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so, a
4: year, I guess a little while later, the mayor said, hey, we got to pick a name. have got a lot of money riding on Albany because I'm from Albany, New York. Okay. And so they went with Albany, which is not nearly as exciting as Ocean View. No,
1: it's not. Not at all. But you don't they have an Ocean it, View, like he you said. right? was from Albany, so. New York.
2: It's yeah. so boring. I know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. anyways,
4: we thought we would go with something that was very unique to where we were and really kind of represented the neighborhood. I like it. Um, We chopped around a lot of ideas Mm -hmm. and it really fit with sort of the style that we wanted to go with and how we wanted to represent that we are from here.
1: What was Ben's idea that you guys shot down? We did not ask him. (laughs) 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 Didn't even, not my department.
4: (laughs) I I think we designed it with this artist named Scott Kimball who I ran into at Benoit Casper I had my kid in the carrier in front of me and this guy and I started chatting he's like hey I'm a graphic artist and I said oh great show me your work he showed me some pictures and I was like those are kind of cool here you know let's trade information great a couple weeks later I emailed him and he said no one's ever done that before
1: oh wow and at a
8: point where there was, there was, nothing, there was nothing there, so we okay. were just kind of shopping stuff around. and Yeah, sure. coming up with an idea. Like, hey, you know what? I kind of liked his artwork. Let's reach out. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: uh, It's nice. You got the whole bay in there. Yeah. A little bit of He's everything. He's an
8: amazing artist, and he does a lot of great stuff, as you can see with our cans.
1: All right, so tell us about the beer.
4: Okay, well, then I have to turn it over, because Fool's Gold is only so I can sell our two-year anniversary party. That's, that's
1: part no, no, why no, no, no. the Which is when? Wednesday the anniversary party? On
4: February 9th, which is in Beer Week. Okay.
1: Yeah. Got it. Fantastic. All
8: right. So we've had uh, many ESBs come through um, the tap room, and we started on this whole full train at one point. I, bl- so. I believe this is my baby. Yes, it is. yours. You're baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me once. Fool me twice. Go, take it.
4: Fool me thrice. Fool me thrice. You can't fool me again. <laughs> fool me what? once, no shame on me.
1: What is the beer style?
2: It's a it's a bitter, but that's the whole Fumi thing, is you're not allowed to call beer bitter. Because uh, someone will come into a beer and they'll be like, yeah. oh, we have this lovely beer and it's a bitter. He's like, oh, I don't like I don't bitter like beer. Bitter,
0: Give yeah. me the IPA. I'll
1: take the IPA. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah. We you really should have been a bartender. I really should have, Just yeah. Yeah. stand there and make fun of these people.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have worked very long.
2: No, but no. it would be
1: fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you can't call it that, but that's what style it is. But this is, this is
2: where we really... Put it to the extreme. Um, we uh, it went much drier for some reason this season. All of our yeasts have gone well. This beyond. particular
8: strain was uh, we we, uh,
2: we get this all of is our a 002 English from,
8: ale yeast. It's 002 from uh, Marin Brewing. Yeah, uh, from okay. Arnie. From Arnie, and yeah. we've, we've gotten many of his strains yeah. before, but this particular one just we had gangbusters we we did three yeah, or four yeah. beers with this and all of them got we to like 84%
2: attenuation on 002 is
1: that is, is that london ale 002 no it's, no it's, uh, it's english ale why it's, it's english ale okay it's yeah. the white yeah.
2: labs english ale um yeah the 1968 i believe is the same from Yeast. Okay, uh, i don't know which one he uses but
1: white labs is great anyway
2: but but it just it just tore through everything and um and and this was the last thing we used it on and and um it uh, came in at 7.2% alcohol. So we, we had a for an okay. English, so English bitter.
1: That's high, right? Yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be like
2: four.
0: Very, very Beth very had high. to warn me. She's like, this is 8%. Yeah. I saw him going like, to
3: town on it, and I was like, yeah. whoa. I feel like I should let you know yeah. this, <laughs> that this is, it, yeah. this is an Imperial ESB. Tell
2: me if it tastes like it's 72
8: it No, not. it doesn't. No,
3: no. Not at all. Not even close. Um,
8: um, it actually uses uh, Admiral Malts, too. So as our base. This is okay. another reason why um, it's so high. We um, were using Admiral Malts for a little bit, and and, uh, getting some.
2: We got high efficiency this time from that. Well, what was happening yeah.
8: was we were buying the malt and we don't have a, a grain mill. Um, so everything from BSG or CMG is coming in uh, on their pre mill. Ah. Um, so, you know, wanted to use Admiral as much as possible, but the only way to do it was to buy Admiral malts and take seven bags of Admiral malts over to the oak barrel. And, and mill use, it. Use their mill oh. and mm-hmm. sit there and just mill it through their mill for three hours.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good thing they like you. Right? Yeah. Sometimes.
2: It
8: can be great fun if you're not in a hurry.
1: Right. You know, it'll taste whiskey, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um,
8: so we were noticing that we were getting pretty low efficiency on the malt. Um, and uh, recently, Admiral got their own mill um, and ah. uh, started you know, milling to spec. And oh, wow. uh, immediately, our. Efficiency, efficiency went through the roof. So oh, we're getting like eighty-two, eighty, you know, five percent efficiency. It, loss. They, so they the did just time. We're, we're
2: like about to complain about the fact that we weren't getting enough efficiency, and then I like, like did that, and immediately we got higher efficiency than any. No, other funny, we the we were funny, the
8: funny story is, is Ron uh, uh, emails me. I just had to mill like twenty bags of malt <laughs> at the Oak Barrel <laughs> because we don't
1: have a mill, and we needed an order out. Yeah, It yeah. was terrible.
8: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm buying a mill.
1: Right,
8: yeah, We're buying a right. mill.
1: <laughs> I know you love that. They won't listen to you. But whenever somebody has to do it themselves, I always tell my managers here, like, if you want something fixed, make me do your job for like two hours. <laughs> and then I'll go, oh, yeah, this you know, does suck.
2: The, the yeah. first batch he ever made on that was milled at Oak Barrel because I helped him with it. He came by Oak Barrel, and he brought some of the stuff there, and we did a trial batch at, at Oak Barrel,
8: I was They're there. Crazy. That was years ago. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, you stopped by. That's I was there, there. man. Yeah. That, that was really early. That's, when I rough. First met that's Ron. before we ah. really got started. Really, you even asked me to get part of Ocean View. Yeah,
8: that's crazy. <laughs> oh, and the funny thing with Admiral Malts too. Um, so I uh, went to college in Santa Barbara and ended up working on an organic farm down there, uh, Shepherd Farms. And uh, through that whole experience, I um, met Curtis Davenport.
4: Well, the farm had. Acreage in the San Inez Valley, and so we could have the orchard there and the grapes. And then he gave each of his farmers kind of a little plot to play with. Okay. So Scott had a plot, and Curtis had a plot. Oh, nice. And then there was this Cedric Preserve, and we would stay in the ranch house at night, and everyone would chat and have some beers, and so got had to talking.
8: Some killer melons, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. The, the kind you eat. The that <laughs> right, eat. <yeah.
0: laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Not in comparison yeah. or
7: anything. Yeah. <laughs> Both are true. Right.
8: Um, so uh, Curtis Davenport, um, uh, you know, I started uh, uh, talking with him a little bit um, through this whole process, and. Uh, and uh, I ended up making cider um, from a I made a press um, on our back porch and made cider for Tom Shepherd's wedding. Um, that was a fun one.
1: That was a farm owner.
8: That was a farm owner. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, And then uh, Curtis was always talking about you know malting his own grain, malting his own grain, and we had a you know little back and forth about that. Uh, time goes on.
4: When growing your own hops.
8: Yeah, yeah. Time goes on. It's like five years down the road and i'm about to open a brewery and admiral Malt is about to open at the same time and i'm all over it like oh you guys are doing some awesome stuff with malt." i'll go on the website and look at the you know people ron and 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 uh, um, dave dave yeah, yeah and uh curtis
1: davenport ah i'm like what the so he fuck? is growing malt He's the head maltster now. Oh, he's the maltster with, with there. Malting. Got it, got it, got it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy. Okay. Yeah. I've seen him, like, raking the floors in there because they do the floor yeah. malting there. Okay. Got so it. It. it
8: was just a wonderful, like, full circle. Full circle, absolutely. Thing in life. And it's like, oh, well, now I own a brewery and you're making malt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> is this 100% Admiral malt in the bitter? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Uh,
8: for the base malt, yeah. For the
1: base malt, yeah. oh, I see.
8: Made in Vorage? Fudge or-
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I used some corn. I use some. Um, I might have even used some of that same um, Swango Old Fifty Five in this. I no. can't. I don't recall. I tried to use it in everything.
1: Did you design it to be an Imperial Bitter, or that just happened?
2: Uh, yes, I okay. wanted to make. I wanted. Um, I've been joking around for a long time about making a, a an American Bitter, um, and that's where the Admiral Malt came in. And we were actually going to make this with 001. Uh, we were going to make this with California yeast, and then uh, Arnie came through with the 002 nice. at the, the last crazy minute. 002. Yeah. He just crazy 002. With crazy 002.
1: Does he just show up with, with jugs <laughs> of yeast well, or something?
2: Scott, <laughs> Scott's You're the man. Nice. Yeah. Like, yeah.
8: So Scott's up. the guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, okay. he's okay. talking to all these different breweries. I'm the one that walks around a brewery is begging for yeast. We well, do. Okay. They call
4: Scott the yeast wrangler. That's pretty much actually his title, but we don't want to say it.
1: Right. It's like one
8: of his titles. Yeast panhandler.
1: That's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeast pitch. Yeah, yeast busker.
2: No, Scott does the work, though. He, uh, he, I mean, I, I think it comes back to the camaraderie of what yeah. I consider to be about the Bay Area brewers. We're all sharing yeast. We're all sharing ideas. We're all sharing recipes.
1: Arnie's definitely part of that, too. He's a good yeah. guy. Oh, Arnie's yeah. sure. good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're running out of time, so I want to taste the last beer, too. Midnight Sun. This one's your black lager. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about this beer.
2: Um. I'm always striving for a better black lager. It's last tough th-
1: to make a good one.
2: It, um, I always go for the. Uh, forgive me if I pronounce this wrong, but the Kostritzer, mm-hmm. the the more dry, roasty, yeah, style. But 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 the the struggle for me is always. Um, I mean, um, one thing that really separated almost all my beers is uh, over the last few years is is it, it, for. Making them better was getting the right mineral profile. Okay, but um, for this one especially, it's about getting the the right. um, I want that jet black color. Yeah. And even this one you'll see is not jet black.
1: It's a, Yeah, it's, it's close. It's close. Yeah. It's not
0: jet black because I've toned it back because I also want the right flavor.
1: Yeah, you don't want it to be acrid and yeah. chalky. Well,
0: for a 100% alcohol beer, it tastes pretty smooth.
1: <laughs> I mean, I yeah, know. this one. This one's 5% oh, J.P. Gee, there we go.
0: Now this is, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> back me, to style. in the middle somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. We're all over. We actually keep going. What did we do tonight? Let me just look. We went like three and a half, four to eight. Then we went eight, eight and a half and to eight. five, eight and a half, eight,
2: five. All <laughs> yeah,
1: right. We are bouncing. There's so nothing much for in plus
2: or minus five. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah,
7: Because <Yeah. laughs> yeah. our brewery, Three for a long
2: brewery. time, we, we've always joked about making just a, just saying screw it and make a, a brewery called plus or minus five.
1: Yeah. Now it's, now it's more than that now. Yeah. <laughs> so good choice on the name.
4: I think that's the winter time. <laughs>
1: Uh, So this one also uh, super well attenuated, right? Mm -hmm. It's nice and dry. Uh, I think you're getting your Kostritzer uh, profile. 80%,
8: yeah.
1: That's really nice.
8: A fun technique that uh, Ben has uh, uh, done a few times is adding carafa on the top of the mash in order to get more of a black color.
1: Without all yeah. the you fermentable, also,
8: it's a, uh, like, you, you it, yeah. grind it fine. This is another
2: instance where oak barrel comes in handy. Is we'll buy a bag of of some dark malt, uh, some black malt, or some carafa two or something like that. Uh, most recently was a bag of carafa three. We've been working. working We're out through. by the way. so oh. I get to try something oh. new. Um, but um, I really did like the carafa three. But um, and then taking it to oak barrel and run it through there, fine grind. Through their old school nineteen thirties coffee grinder thing, whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. and uh, getting that real fine grind, and then just sprinkling it on top of the mash at the end of the
1: just barge. for color, right? Not even for flavor. Yeah, you
2: get a lot less bitterness out of it if it doesn't sit in the mash the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the basics.
1: It's a really nice beer.
2: I really
5: enjoy a a black beer that doesn't have that super roasted character. Like it's Same. malty and it's substantial and dark, but it it's not hasn't. like. Roasty.
2: Depth to it. Like, yep. Coast Roaster definitely has a dryness to it and a lightness to it that's almost like a light lager that I have not... Replicated yeah, but. here. I've, I've done it before on a homebrew scale, but but trying to I've found that uh, when when converting from a homebrew scale to a, um, to a larger scale, just converting to a larger scale in general, um, you can't get as much color without getting too much roastiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in my systems at least, I don't know.
1: There's it's, not too much roastiness on this one. Yeah. And I think if my memory serves me through the entire night, this is your sweetest finish. It's still dry. Don't get me wrong. It's not cloying. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But it has like the most body and um, and and just kind of a, a lingering sweetness that backs up the the roast to Wait. it.
2: For me, it might match with the French, but yeah, yeah, okay, um, yeah. There is a definitely. A, a
6: that's because I made it.
1: Uh, this one, <laughs> Melina, you made this one because she's so sweet. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I'm she saying that a as a as a positive note that it I, has. I agree. Yeah, yes, it, it, no, I it, the the roast is backed up by a nice, uh, just mildly sweet finish. It's not. It's not coating my palate. Not overwhelming. Anyway. No. I like it. Yeah, you are and,
0: overwhelmingly sweet.
6: Also, I am overwhelming. There's a little
0: like a a tart, like an acidity to it, which I think is very uh, complementary to that roast. To a little bit of that sweetness, it sort of helps to contribute to to that dryness, uh,
2: lingering muddying character Mm. to Mm. it. That I, I don't know. I'm Ask any of these guys. I'm I'm overcritical of my beers, and I always <laughs> <laughs> I always yeah, have that perfect least. black <laughs> so lager. Yeah. And this is a beer that I've been working on for so many years. It's very good. And I, thought I was had the beer that I walked in on when I was making. Uh, yeah, that oh, was the that beer right?
6: when you were making it that first time. When, when I was, was making black 35 black was gallons at a time, yeah. I
2: had this beer down, and now that I'm making 120, <laughs> gallons, <laughs> 120 gallons times two, I just you fucked don't it up.
0: We'll get it there. We'll get it there. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like it too. But
1: it also has, Look forward
0: to better versions as well.
1: It has the best head retention of all the beers, at least in front of us ah, right now. They've all been sitting there the same amount of time. It's, not, it, uh, is that a, a grain that addition? If
0: you swirl
2: it'll come back up. up, yeah.
1: Well, nothing mm. against the rest. I was just wondering if there's a certain grain addition that you do to assist that in this beer.
0: Mm. Not really? I don't think so. Okay. I think not brewing it. No. That Melina
2: did ah, it yeah. is probably.
1: Yeah, it's her yeah. magic
2: touch. To be fair, Melina brews yeah. most of the brewers.
1: Okay, yeah. Oh.
6: yeah I'm, I'm Unless just, I'm on vacation. The,
1: well, days, now my joke sucks. These days yeah. I'm, I'm
2: designing the recipes for the most part, and she's taking care of it. I mean, that's why she's our star. Yeah, Melina's that's why, running that. That's why I right look forward, now. and, and nice. she's getting Amazing. she's getting much more into um, uh, uh, helping with the recipes as well. And I look forward to working with her more on on really seeing what she can come up with. For
1: I can tell she looks forward to that too, Ben. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Looks forward yeah. to working with you more. That's right.
6: <laughs> I get paid to fight with them. She's going to take job over
1: job. eventually. Just, I'm out the will door. You duel today. <laughs> That's
5: the mark of a good manager is when you can like move somebody to take over your job.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
5: Sounds great.
1: All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for being here uh, so much. The beer is fantastic. Um, let's do a couple plugs, though, to make sure people know what's happening. Your anniversary party is February 9th. Right?
4: It is. It's February 9th. We're doing two years afloat, so that's kind of fun. We also have our first ever barrel release coming up. Oh, nice. Yes. This is super exciting for us. We've never bottled a project before, and this is our first bottled project. So it was our Dark Star. It's an Imperial
8: um, Stout. So, I'll t- talk about this for a second. Is it the um,
1: same recipe you brewed when you were 17 at Bonnie's parents' house? Because that was an Imperial it stout. It's 100%. Same thing. Right. <laughs>
8: Extract, everything. Oh, love it. I wrote a in my diary, and no, I was this like, this Let's love this play.
2: recipe.
0: <laughs> so, this is actually. Um, <laughs> he couldn't even boil water. This, uh, but I loved <laughs> right. it anyway. Yeah. I,
2: I got into the habit a long time ago at, about adding rye to my stouts. And a buddy of mine, Chris Amon Kroger, um, Took that and, and, and tried to make the perfect stout, the perfect stout, the perfect stout. Yeah, good and then luck. he came back and brought that recipe back, and we scaled it up at the brewery. And that's how we made the original recipe for this.
1: Okay. And that's and, what went into the barrel. And that's what went yes. into the barrel. Okay. So it's,
8: it's so a the,
4: collaboration with Ledger's Liquor.
1: So oh, the, yeah. The barrel. Um, you know,
8: Ben comes back to me one day and it's like, dude, I got a, I got a barrel from Ed. Okay. So Ed, Ed at Ledger Liquors does like various uh Barrel, uh, barrel Ledger's products. Liquors
2: Berkeley California yeah, the best whiskey the selection on the planet yes
8: mm-hmm. awesome booze um and uh, uh, he does all these little single barrel things that with his name stamped on it and all that kind of stuff okay um so he had a wet barrel sitting there uh, recently emptied and uh, was like yeah take it guys
1: nice okay and,
8: uh, just give me you know give me some cases when you're done
1: how long has it been in the barrel so that was nine months it was nine okay. months in the barrel
8: it was nine months till it tasted right.
1: Okay. We, we yep.
2: didn't have any defined date. It was literally like six months. It was like, that's pretty good. Seven months, that's pretty good. Well, Eight we months. we had
4: some people coming in saying, you said you were releasing it around Christmas. And we we're like, it's not ready yet. No. We just right. can't.
2: Yeah. So. At, at nine months, it was amazing. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it lost, we pulled a sample and it lost all its color. It became clear.
1: Really? It was this weird. What?
2: What yeah, it was like this brown clear thing. I'm not buying this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't it was it turned it was, into water. It, I don't was, know, it was amazing. And and uh, we brought it back and 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 we tasted it and it was just amazing. We were like, okay, it's time to transfer it. And I, I spent a, a a good day transferring that out and transferring a, another beer in. And then we pull it and put it in the kegs and it comes out and it's dark again.
1: Okay, wow, that's the weirdest it thing. Was magic. Yeah. I'm sure the lighting wasn't just off that day and the... Well,
4: they were blindfolded, but
1: <laughs> he was drunk. Yeah, we
8: also took <laughs> a lot of acid, yeah, so by the way.
1: Yeah, that'll do it. The beer's <laughs> clear.
0: Yeah. We're big on micro-dosing <laughs> every day. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Despite all that, it was mind-blowing. <laughs>
4: but we promise, in the bottles, it's going to be delicious. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is it It's it in matter. bottles now? It doesn't uh, matter. It's going into bottles. It's
8: going into bottles this week. Cool. Uh, so we have none here, is what so, you're saying. So, no. Damn. None here. But Eighth. Want it? February, Eighth. February 8th, yeah. and
4: there's a very limited release. We have about on 30 this.
8: cases max, and 10 of them are already gone, so we're basically in, we're going to release like 15 cases. Here.
1: So so okay. come to the brewery on February 8th. No,
4: get our app. Get the Ocean View Brews app. Okay. We have
1: an app. We have an app.
4: That's the first app from a brewery uh, I think I've heard of. So yes. I built an app.
1: Nice. Let me just recap here for a second. Okay. Uh, their <laughs> their brewery is the size of a fucking garage. Yeah. <laughs> They don't distribute at all. No, they oh. argue all the time. Yeah, yes. But they have a fucking app. Yeah.
7: <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Yeah. I'm
1: in Honestly, it's very
3: reminiscent to okay, the so Brain Network. Guy
0: yeah. 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 yeah, everyone's, everyone's back. Yeah, it's a lot like us, but they make money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, no yeah. claims
4: to that yet.
3: Yeah. Well,
0: no. we're True. working on that. Although one. we have
4: been profitable for two years because we self-funded and did a crowdfunding campaign.
0: Okay, so they're not like the Brain Network. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay.
4: Sorry,
3: <laughs> they're
0: smart.
1: Uh,
4: um. So We have an app.
1: Which is just search what?
4: Better Ocean View Brews. Okay. (laughs) It's available on both platforms. It's better than our website. Okay. We keep it more updated, and you get special deals through that. So we're really pushing this app. It's got beer rewards for our users. Mm. You get a dozen pints. You get the Brewer's Dozen. You get your 13th free. Growler fills. Wow. Um, Yeah, we release special offerings through there. So our app holders, and anyone can get it today, um, they can pre-purchase one bottle Okay. And that guarantees you a spot in line for up to three more bottles while supplies last.
1: Got it. And you said there's only like 15 cases or something. Very small. You know, yeah, if that. Okay, so get the app today, I Ocean View Brew. Um, get that, and then you can pre-purchase.
4: You can. Okay. And that tells you more information about all of us, and it's a great way to know what we're doing. Or you can just doing.
2: come by and drink beer every day and ask <laughs> us about it until it happens. Until <laughs> so you get
1: hired. We
4: won't get annoyed, we promise.
1: Yeah. And then the anniversary is on February 9th.
4: And we've got other fun Beer Week events and lots of stuff we do, but we really just love seeing the people around.
8: Uh, One thing I want to talk about is our collaboration release Uh, with uh, Justin Green. Um, Oh, yeah. The, uh, uh, Justin know, Green. What's it? Uh, Steel, Steel and Hops. Steel and hops. Steel Is that the new yes. brewery? Yes.
1: Uh, I think we're going to... I think he's coming to our Spring Brews Festival. Do you guys want to come pour at our Spring Brews Festival? got yes. we are. You already, already got the already thing? Security. Okay, great. They're okay. already We're, we're, we're already doing it
7: last year. Good idea, well, So we
4: want to pull, yeah, yeah, yeah. so pull our Vanagon in. And pour oh wait out of the one
1: bag. second! <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about this. Yeah, we know. We know. One of you owns a double cab synchro. Is it a synchro? Yeah. So it's oh, a synchro. We,
8: don't, we, don't, we have. I think a, we we have a very synchros? sick family
1: here, dude. Um, I love this. I saw those photos you sent, and I was like, yes. "That's a synchro." Those are for you. Yeah. It's, so it, is that yours?
8: It, yes, in our family, we have. Uh, <laughs> so my dad got into it, got a synchro. My brother got into it, got a synchro. Oh, I gosh. got into it, got a synchro. Wow! And then I got a couple more vans. And
1: that Like Vanigans the, are all Vanigans. All Vanigans yeah. uh
8: 86 or 91 Synchro. Um Really? And uh, we imported a, a You realize that you can and... fund the brewery
1: expansion <laughs> yeah. with your synchros.
5: Yeah, but we and I never don't go know why your brewery is not <laughs> called Synchro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice. <laughs> They're so nice. They're so badass. They're oh, my gosh. Oh, we love them. You got them a long time ago. Not. I mean, uh, so
8: it's all started about 10 years ago. Okay. Um, we have a very mechanic-heavy family. So we, uh, we went yeah. camping
4: once with his parents, and we got to this fishing spot at, like, 5 p.m., and the hatch was coming off the river. We were in our Jetta, and his parents were in their Audi, and we all looked down at it and said, oh, that's the place to be. And his mom and I said, if only we could be cooking dinner while you guys were fishing. This would be perfect. <laughs> the next day, his dad was like... I found the vehicle. Nice. We can do this.
1: Yeah. And oh so he
4: bought um a synchro with a country a, a home. Country top. home
8: popped up on it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And
4: so he got that one and there's been many conversions since and then his brother went and worked for Go Westy and we collaborated wow. with them yeah. and did brews for them and so we we love that community and it's that.
1: Same. I'm so glad I forgot about this till the end because we wouldn't have talked about your beer yeah. at all. we, no, we, we just sit here talking about bands the whole time. Yeah. i went yeah. glad too. So I went there. They're, 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 especially the synchros. And oh, yeah. So for those of you, these these uh, are here we go. They're they're. they're but I, my, I have a, I have a bus. Theirs is the Vanagon style. I have the last year of the bus until they turn it to the Vanagon style with yeah. a really cool and, trailer and the, I, with a matching trailer. Yeah. I haven't. I got to clean that up a little bit. Yes, yeah, that cool. I'm the, now,
8: the, the big green one,
1: right? Yep. The, yeah, yeah. So I went to my, I, I drove my bus to my mechanic today. I got to change the front wheel bearings. So I had to pick up some bearings. And I bought it from that place. I restored it myself, but I bought it from this guy. It was a piece of shit. And he's like, he's upset that he sold it to me now. Because he's like, it was like 10 years ago. And he said today, he's like, what I sell that thing? Like $10,000? And I was like, no, man, I fucking hosed you. I got that for 5500 bucks from oh, you. Man. And you should have seen his face because it's easily worth like twenty five now that yeah. it's painted and done, and they're crazy. And the synchros even more so; they're so valuable. Oh, they're insane! I mean, because they were a great vehicle. They were, and they, they shouldn't have stopped making them. And you have the double cab pickup synchro. It's so fucking cool. It's they're they're
5: yeah. really awesome. I, I mean, yeah. almost can't handle the jealousy yeah. of I that. know. So <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be There's my no daily idea.
4: driver. I was like, it doesn't have enough frozen seeds for all the kids and right. like friends. Yeah. But... To yeah. drive that thing so my, is my So cool. uh, my
8: dream kids. is to turn Seriously. one of those things ship into a off to mobile to refrigerated tap
1: house. Hell yeah. Uh, you yes. should. Or at least a trailer <laughs> to pull it, but yes. So are we going to still end yeah. on a beer node? No, <laughs> no, no, it's too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, too no, late.
8: W- yeah. here. No, we got so to
1: Bebo,
4: for Spring Brew Fest, can we have a spot so we can put a car behind and we're going to pull the taps right off of it?
1: <laughs> yeah, we can. Okay, we that don't out. have
4: to do that. It's
1: okay. No, I'll bring the bus. We'll park them together. No, I, I oh, we yeah,
4: have fine. a show like, at the same time. Just, oh, just
1: to figure yeah. out so the
3: fencing fun. situation, but whatever.
1: We'll park we'll the bus happen. and the yeah, yeah. We'll, we're going to do this. Sweet. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm so I, I was going to yeah. drive my bus today. and When I saw the photo, I was like, "Oh, I got to drive the bus so that we can go outside and just geek out." Uh, but I got to change the bearings. Well, uh, so and we didn't uh, drive. No. We
4: all took an Uber together, and it was a ridiculous
1: show. Smart. I'll drive it out to the brewery.
8: Yes, at least do. Yes.
1: Is it somebody's daily driver? or It's more like just on the. Stuff. There's a rotation
2: uh, that yeah, goes they're, on. They're, so our there are multiple vehicles that are their daily drivers. And ben once in a while, I get a, I, I, I used to show up at Oak Barrel like uh, about six months ago. We were doing all sorts of errands and everything. And every time I showed up at Oak Barrel to grab something else, it would be in a different vehicle. Oh, yeah.
8: <laughs> it was so much fun. I, I would always
1: show up with something different. Well, right? so,
4: so our own Synchro is under renovation. We have a Subaru 2.5 in it now.
1: Nice. I know. Um,
4: and it's got the finishing welding on the pop top with a three-year-old and a five-year-old. We've put this on delay for a little bit. Yeah. So our own personal one for camping is under construction for a couple of years. Okay, But we have the family ones. Um, we've sold a few as time has gone on ourselves. So we rotate them all around. And his dad owns that red one, but it's the ocean view sort of Got it. Banner vehicle, and you saw in the parade with it. Yeah,
2: they, they just break i for out parties.
1: I'm going to give you a heads up when I'm coming, because you have to drive it that day. I want yeah, to I want to see. All right. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, Ben, the beer was wonderful. Yeah, thank you. How about that?
7: Yeah. thank you guys for.
1: I appreciate it. Get the app today in the App Store of your choice. Just go search Ocean View Brews. You can check out oceanviewbrews.com. Go see them during SF Beer Week for their celebrate their 2 years of uh, being in business. That's a It's yeah. actually a, a triumph to be honest with you. I don't think people think about that in this industry, but congratulations. It's a tough that's thing that's to done. do. Thank you. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick break. You guys can hang out if you want. I have some beer news for us, JP. Well, I love beer news, A couple dude. of interesting stories that I think you're going to like. Okay, so, I hope so. hang in there. It's the session, and we'll be right back.
2: Thank
8: you. We haven't had this much fun since Doc fell off a stripper pole. The Brewing Network.
1: All right, welcome back to the show, and thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you to our guests as well, Ocean View Brewworks, who have opted to stay with us for our last segment, which I always enjoy, so thanks for that. Uh, Before we move on, I want to remind you that uh, now that it's 2020, it's a new year, and we want to make a slightly better you, and Duke Cannon can help. You know, most resolutions don't last, uh, mostly because uh, dramatic self-improvement is hard. Although I've been doing all right.
0: You've been doing all right. It's only
1: been two weeks.
0: (laughs) Well, right. And it's not self-improvement if you're going to go back to doing
1: whatever. (laughs) It's it's delayed something. Yes. Uh, Delayed harm. Sure. Uh, That's why Duke Cannon Supply Company wants you to consider lowering your expectations this year and get the moderate self-improvement box. Uh, it's a one-step program to achieving a slightly better version of yourself. And it's packed with over $80 of premium American-made grooming goods designed to help you feel, look, and smell just a little better. Is
0: that what you got? They are opening me, a box. They
1: sent me a box. Oh. Uh, you want to see what's in it? I would
0: love to, actually. There's a certificate.
1: The uh, dry ice body powder. Uh, it's got menthol to uh, cool and activated uh, charcoal to deodorize. Oh! Uh, Let, me, certificate check that Let me sniff on this. Yeah, if I use all of it, I get a certificate of completion. Uh, uh, that's so nice. Terrence never it right had up one of on those.
5: A working Other refrigerator, really.
1: It comes with a working man's face wash, which has vitamin C. Is this a hint? Ooh. To fight fatigue and scurvy. Oh, Check that one out. Well, I love fatigue. Oh, Jip! This is the uh, oh, yeah. this is the off. solid cologne I've been telling you about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have that, but it's you can't wear it on the same days as me. <laughs>
0: it's like a tin of uh, Altoids. I can't smell wear it on it. the same days as you.
1: No, because then we're gonna smell the same.
0: But but we smell the same anyway.
1: We stink. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's that nice smells, though, isn't it? That smells good. That's, what? that's like a wax. like the Buffalo Trace. Yeah, you just kind of like put it on your finger a little bit, then you okay. wipe it on,
0: and then you wipe it just like this.
1: Yeah, like there you a go. like
0: a beard Ooh. balm or like a yeah, you could beard you could beard balm this for sure. Oh, that's smelling oh. stuff. All right, Well, here any... you can smell it, but give it back to me because okay. I want it. It's the only thing I get free of this dumb job.
1: And then also, since it's the it moderate self improvement box, it comes with the big ass brick of soap, Junior. Which is like a normal (laughs) size bar of soap. So
5: it's just ass. It's not big ass.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a
0: half ration. I like that. they got a nice branding thing going on. JP, they sent this for you. It's
1: called the News Anchor Hair Wash. Oh, that smells good, And it gives you News Anchor Thick Hair.
8: (laughs) Those motherfuckers. News Anchor Thick
0: Hair.
1: Yes. Does it grow it back? I want you to come back next week after using that for a week. Okay. And... Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then there's the trench warfare antiperspirant deodorant.
8: Oh, this is good stuff. Smell this. That.
1: Oh, that's pretty nice. Oh, that smells good. Like that. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, all of this comes in the moderate self improvement box. The Wow, really?
7: Very
5: nutty. There you go.
1: Oh, this is that hand repair like balm well that we were then. talking about.
5: Oh, I need that.
1: Oh, uh, it has like a let me take this seal yeah, like Oh wow, that's like a whole thing. <laughs> well, Look yeah. at this. I'm going to try it. Yeah. It's like a With lotion.
0: Hand repair balm.
1: Yeah. Right. Don't get any ideas
0: now. This is called yeah. the Bloody Knuckles Hand Repair... It yeah. Like naval
1: Ooh. <laughs> it smells like naval supremacy, doesn't it? We'll it, it smells too. like yeah.
0: naval supremacy.
1: See? Here, that's the lid. Somebody might need that eventually. Studio in a minute. Uh, All right, you can get all of this. It's the moderate self improvement box. It's eighty dollars worth of stuff. But guess what? It's fifty bucks for a limited time. And not just that. When you use coupon code brewing, uh, when you go to DukeCannon.com and use coupon code brewing, you get another fifteen percent off your order. Did
0: you guys smell the cologne?
3: That's a super good price. It's a killer for all of that.
1: It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, it is for sure. It's a lot of stuff. Uh, So that's our Duke Cannon segment for today. Go check it out. You won't be disappointed, I promise you.
0: Oh, no, absolutely. That's not, that's not even my stuff, and I'm not disappointed.
1: Yeah, yeah So yeah. can you
0: imagine if you owned it?
1: Everybody in the studio is using it. I love this <laughs> yeah. right now. It's we, cool. smell really <laughs> we smell
0: really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is yeah. not common for this studio. Yeah, I want to try that hand yeah. bomb. Yeah. Uh, all
4: right. Wait, this has buffalo trace in it, which is the same as our barrel.
1: Oh, there Don't you go. See, there you and it go. says
4: Oak Barrel is the scent, so this That's seems very right. yeah. appropriate uh,
1: for this They're about podcast. to
0: commandeer your cologne, <laughs> <laughs> JP. I'll fight Sorry. for it. I swear to God.
1: <laughs> all right. I'm going to use this. Let me get us to some beer news, because I found a couple of interesting stories in the, in the beer news world um, this week. First of all, JP, check this out. Check me out. Over in Boston. I love Boston. They're going to have their first ever, and this is the first of its kind as far as I know, mm-hmm. Blind Beer Fest. Blind and Beer Fist. Blind Tasting, and that oh. probably is what they should name it. We, we have yeah. that, too, but, on um, Wednesday of Beer Week. You have a blind taste test?
4: Yes, we do. So,
1: check this out. This place... Did the same thing? A, a local place like yours did these small tastings like this. They're doing an entire beer festival with thirty different breweries, wow. w- and all of it is done blind. There's no marketing whatsoever for any of the breweries.
4: All right, who wants to come? Breweries so, sign on up. Let's. Yeah, yeah
0: that's kind of a cool idea. Because I'm glad you clarified. Because I'm like, what are they? Gonna, so there's going to be so many spilt beers with the sticks waving around. <laughs> yeah, no, no,
1: that's it's insane. blind tasting. Uh, it's happening. I think I want to say March sixth. I was reading okay. it early. Oh, somewhere. In Boston. You can look it up. Yeah. I'm not promoting the thing. I just found it interesting. And anyway, yeah, this local uh, tap room was doing. Um you know, small blind tastings with their friends and, and, and regulars. And uh, this this couple of guys thought we should do a whole beer festival like that, which I thought was pretty unique yeah. to get that many breweries. Not one of them is going to get promotion until That's like right. afterward, right? Then they'll probably oh. say, oh, here's the breweries that were so they there. they don't even
5: know what the breweries are.
1: Well, the organizers do, but yeah. I don't think the festival goers do.
5: Oh man! Yeah. So Do they the, know the anything about the beer? It's just going to be totally blind, uh, or the
0: breweries
1: aren't totally blind. Huh? Or the breweries can't be pouring it on beer then? Uh, this I don't. Pro- I guess you're probably right. They didn't right. go into too many details. Well, but one of the founders says um, he's like, "Look, I think I know what an IPA tastes like, but can I differentiate between a dry hopped wheat beer and a New England IPA?" Ooh. He says, so from an education standpoint, I think it's important for us to allow people to really understand what a beer style is and to refine their palates a little better.
0: That's, that's looking in the mirror time, right? there. <laughs> that's going like, to just destroy you to your core. If yeah, you, if which you is why you know I kind of like it. I yeah. think a
1: bunch of people will be like, oh, goddammit, I do like clear IPAs. Somehow <laughs> it's
0: very Boston. I don't know why. It's very aggressive. <laughs> like, yeah. We're going to break you down, Southeast style.
1: So, do Boston a Google accent. search for Blind Beer Fest. It's happening in Boston, and I think it's ha- it's happening during Boston Beer Week, which I believe is okay. in March. All right. So, I thought that was a cool idea. Um, okay, here's one for you, JP.
0: Okay.
1: So apparently, Vietnam, yeah. the, uh, the the country, yeah. um, has just started to uh, instill some tough. New drunk driving laws. Okay. So uh, uh, apparently, drinking culture in Vietnam is pretty loosey goosey. Yeah. And uh, Can you say l- that? last year, there were several high profile drunk driving accidents and deaths. Okay. Um, so, beginning in January, Vietnam uh, instilled what they're calling tough. Drunk driving laws, which I'll, I'll get to what some of them are, and you can okay. decide if they're tough or not. All right. But what's happened since January 1st, when they when the laws went into effect, yeah. beer sales are down 25% <laughs> in the wow. entire country wow. because of these new, quote-unquote, strict beer laws. Now, let me define to you uh, what this crackdown means for them. Under the new law... Motorbike drivers can face fines as high as eight million dong. Ooh. Which is okay. a lot of dongs. That's <laughs> a lot of dongs, yeah.
0: Suddenly I'm gonna go drinking driving in Vietnam.
1: That's like a whole bag of dongs. Okay, eight, eight million dong actually is like three hundred and forty five bucks. All right. Reasonable. Yeah.
5: That's
6: pretty yeah. high. That's,
0: that's, that's now, cheap.
1: in a country like Vietnam, $345 is a lot of money, I guess, for a drunk driving fine. It's just a fine, by the way. There's no mention so far of like jail, jail time. time. <laughs> right. There is a mention that if if you're caught driving a commercial vehicle, a commercial truck, then the fine will be $40 million dong and a license suspension. Oh. Um... Okay, so point being, none of this is all that fucking strict. And beer sales in the country are down 25% because people are like, well, shit, I can't drive home anymore?
3: Well, it makes. Does it say in that article what is drunk driving in Vietnam like what is their they like didn't, how is it's oh, 0.8 or oh whatever here
8: is buzz driving drunk driving
1: it is <laughs> okay so in Vietnam they didn't give the exact percentage but the Vietnam Beer Alcohol Beverage Association uh, which is a little bit against this they say we support tougher laws to encourage responsible drinking yet the new fines are too steep because automobile drivers, for instance, for instance could hit um, could be hit with the eight million dollar penalty for just having a trace of alcohol, but there's no definition that I can find of what a trace means. That might still be oh eight. Right? Like, the only just trace drunk I, I like is buffalo trace, okay? <laughs> yes. On my neck and my hot points. So the alcohol, the Beer Alcohol Beverage Association yeah. is against this because yeah. they, they think the the punishments are too strict. Is a $345 fine for driving drunk too strict?
3: Isn't I, it like $12,000 here?
1: Uh, and, and a, a misdemeanor. Lo- and potential jail. I mean, they could, yeah. you could get the book thrown at you on your but first offense.
5: You know, we make... They, I mean, maybe people make $200 a month. So it's That's kind of... True. It's all relative.
1: So I have always had a theory about drunk driving punishments. There's no such thing as too strict. You shouldn't do it. Right. I really... Absolutely. I find... I actually immediately take offense to the question about whether or not laws are too strict. To ask the question implies... That it's okay to drive drunk if you can sort of afford or deal with the penalty. And that's not okay. I think the implication, just by asking... Now, I've, by the way, I've, I've questioned myself about this because, let's say this. Should the punishment in the U.S. for drunk driving, your first offense, be life in prison?
0: Well, no. That'd be stupid. Well, it would go
1: with what I'm arguing right now, well, it, that there's yeah. no such thing as too strict.
0: Well, life in prison is too strict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: What if it's like your fourth DUI and you kill a family?
0: Yeah.
1: You're a fuck-up. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> I think then you're charged with manslaughter and you get a lot of years in prison.
1: You could be. Or you're not. It's not automatic.
0: So this it's interesting that we're having this conversation because tonight, Joe Biden... Uh-huh. everyone's creepy grandpa. Yeah, Did he get a DUI? No. He's, oh. he, he, here's his quote, and I, I have the sound clip up I can play for you. He says, uh, you only arrest for the purpose... He's talking about like uh, getting rid of ICE and all this kind of stuff, and he says, you change the culture by saying you're going to get fired. You are fired, in fact, if you do that, whatever he's talking about. You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Interesting. So Grandpa Joe Biden wants to... Uh, in theory, wow, according to this that 's a ballsy statement, not count drunk driving is a felony, okay. even though as you said, your first offense is a misdemeanor, well, but it isn
5: 't a felony is it I mean
1: it depends it, uh, yeah uh, yeah, I mean there,
5: what was the outcome of your drunk driving
1: exactly if you 're just pulled over if you 're just over the limit uh, generally your first one is a misdemeanor by the way, states get to decide this uh, so it, it would vary by state, but here in California, uh, it would generally be a misdemeanor, although I think there 's also a limit if you 're above a certain percentage, even on your first one, it could be a felony. Of course, if you crash into somebody, it could be a felony. There's yeah. a number. There's it's open to interpretation. And in fact, you can get a DUI for being under the legal limit if the officer who's arresting you decides that you're impaired. Sure, so still under the influence. It's, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of interpretation to the uh, here in California. Yeah, They're
4: practicing your alphabet backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll yeah. pass
1: yeah. all the trunks. <laughs> all the things. Yeah, <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. Oh, just take a Lyft or an Uber. Right. Well, thank yeah. You. yeah.
0: yeah. Well, it's no, so easy. easy. It's so easy. Yeah. 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 I mean, when well, I was, in my early teens, it was harder to drink and drive.
8: Uh, but now, yeah. wait, what? Yeah, opposite. Yeah. Well, well,
4: BART's worse, but Lyft is better, so Bart I don't is, yeah. know. We I came mean, out here
8: tonight, and we're like looking at BART versus Lyft, and it's like 50 bucks to get all of us out here yeah. in, a, in a Lyft XL. And you won't get syphilis. And we don't have the right part? Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's fine. It's yeah.
1: it's worth noting, and I, I I I thought a lot about this right when Uber came out. so I really praised them. They may they decreased. I want to see the stats about the decrease arrest in in drunk driving because it used to not be as readily available when before Uber. You'd have to call a cab, yeah, and that cab Man. from Albany was one hundred and fifty bucks, yep. right? So Uber changed the playing field, and so more people were drunk driving because there was less access to safety which is probably something that's happening in Vietnam with the beer sales dropping 25%. I don't know that they, that they either have or can afford Uber, so they're just not going out and drinking beer at the bar. I don't know what's happening, but it has a major effect, right? Okay. And we're lucky that Uber and Lyft is around because it wasn't always this way.
0: In one study, it was found that four boroughs of New York City, excluding Staten Island because they're crazy, have experienced a 25 to 35% decrease in alcohol-related car accidents since the inception of Uber.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I wholeheartedly uh, believe that and, and thought about it just instantly. Uh, it changed even my behaviors. Uh, yeah. I, I I did get a DUI years and years ago. Um and I never drove drunk after that. I started going out and drinking more when Uber came out cuz I could get home. <laughs> but I would like I would just stay home, you know, after, you know, I just I never did it again after I got in trouble that one time and I just I saw the error of my ways, there you know. You go. The error uh, yeah. Anyway, I just thought that that number was pretty staggering. to A to, uh, whole country's beer sales to drop 25%. It's a very horny I just, stat. I wish I that. knew
5: the blood alcohol percent that they were worried about. I think yeah. it's a
0: million. I think that they... <laughs> like
5: The yeah. drinking culture over there is 0. definitely 0. way different 3. than here. They're like, no way.
1: Well, the article... It's in Bloomberg, if anyone wants to look it up. Um, and the article does point out that there are actually all sorts of uh, societal problems happening in Vietnam due to alcohol, due to the high mm. rates of yeah. uh, alcoholism and, and heavy consumption. There's a, a pretty super-duper drinking culture there. Super-duper. Super-duper. So, yeah. yeah. so
5: maybe this is a good news story, really.
0: <laughs> right. That's a very good way to uh, uh, accent a tragic situation is putting the word duper after super. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Vietnam, uh, which super, is the third fair. biggest swiller of beer in Asia, uh-huh. um, their total volume, they saw a per capita household consumption rise 30% between 2013 and 2018 to... Forty-three liters or eleven gallons. Jesus, yeah, thirty well, percent, and then now down twenty-five yeah.
4: percent. So they still have a five percent
1: increase in beer consumption. Yeah, yeah, uh, but not now. That was that was to to twenty eighteen. The U.S. Wow. by contrast, for the same period, twenty thirteen to twenty eighteen, we had a four percent drop in beer uh, in per capita yeah. consumption. So, anyway, speaking of whether or not things are okay in the beer world, El Chapo's daughter is releasing a new line of. El Chapo Beer. Bro,
0: I saw this and I'm like, <laughs> this? what the fuck, man? Yeah. And it was like, if it if it passes uh, the Mexican government to approve, I'm like, of course it's going to pass. <laughs> Are you kidding me?
1: Uh, El Chapo's daughter is getting ready to launch a new line of beer inspired by her pint sized father, says the New York Post. And um, the new brew, which is awaiting approval from the Mexican government to go to market, is part of the El Chapo 701 brand, which is all run by El Chapo's what is he, daughter. Gucci Bane? <laughs> the company already has a clothing line. Of course it does. Who? What idiot
0: buys El Chapo branded clothing? I uh, mean, it
1: must be doing ridiculous. something. The name, the company name, El Chapo Seven Hundred One, is a reference to El Chapo's position on the Forbes Two Thousand Nine Richest People list back when he had it a had a reputed uh, net worth of about a billion dollars. Uh, idiot. He's now, of course, serving a life sentence at a Supermax prison in Colorado. A twelve ounce bottle of the namesake beer dubbed El Chapo Mexican Lager.
0: <laughs> I don't know why that's the funniest part of that story so yeah. far.
1: It's expected to fetch a little over 70 pesos, which is about 375. How
0: many dongs is it?
1: Uh, I don't know. Not, not 8 million. No. Um, the daughter uh, debuted the beer at a Ritzy trade show in Guadalajara last week. So it's already been out. and uh, I want to know who's brewing it. Uh, yeah, good question. It doesn't say here. Uh, I don't know. Do you think it's all right to like market a drug kingpin's name? No,
0: man. It's not cool, right? killed hundreds of thousands of people and exactly. destroyed lives of millions more.
5: Yeah, but uh, if anyone's going to do it, his daughter, I mean.
0: Should. True. Yeah.
5: Well, it is like. I'll make a buck on this douchebag.
1: <laughs> and I, yeah, and I don't know that they're like I cool, that, with, each they're cool with each other either. I don't yeah. think they are. Yeah.
0: I thought that they were.
1: I don't yeah. think so.
0: I do think it's funny that she's basically selling legal drugs. Yeah, with the name
1: of a drug Yeah, El Chapo. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. yeah I
0: think Whatever, get paid. Who cares?
1: I get. I think it's a dick move.
0: It's stupid. You know. I think whoever buys it is dumb.
1: Yeah, like we you know? don't. You know, we don't have like Jeffrey Charles Dahmer Mace. Dunkel. You know.
0: That was.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't be your name. Oh, I'm sorry,
0: oh, I'm sorry, yeah.
1: buddy. Shit. Jeffrey
0: Dahmer, uh, Dahmer beef Jerky. <laughs> you know? That'd be so good. That's yeah. disgusting.
1: <laughs> okay, that's a good idea, good. actually. Now I take yeah. it back. That's All a great right. idea.
4: And a Dahmer dunk has bad kind of taste. be yeah. <laughs> just no go. No go yeah.
0: zone. Dombard, yeah. Give me a Dahmer Dunk, please. Yeah.
1: Manson Martson. <laughs> you can. <laughs> You can't do it, right? <laughs> the only
0: way the Dahmer would work is if the you. It's a cereal you, series. Yeah. If you uh, served uh, Rocky Mountain oysters <laughs> along with it. <laughs> yeah. Because didn't he, like,
1: eat testicles, too? Wasn't that part of it? I think all kinds of things. I don't he, know. He ate. He just a cannibal. See stop if he get a
0: it. cult following.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. You want to do our Twitter game wrap up? Sure, bro. All right. I believe our Twitter game was if. Uh, when we yes, donate when, to build a new wing of our local hospital. Yeah. Uh what ailments will we specialize in treating? Yeah. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right, Justin. Good job. You paid attention, man.
1: <laughs> what did we what did we end up with?
0: Liver well. functioning. I that, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just one dialysis machine. plug in like, like, like a yeah. Tesla charging station. Yeah, is a really long
1: line yeah. at our one dialysis station. It's
4: a daily fix. We
0: just compensate
4: for this every night.
0: Yeah. So uh, there's a couple things. Well, there's a few ways to go about this. But uh, one guy re- uh, replied to somebody else, and I thought that the reply was pretty funny. So this is a twofer. Okay. Okay. So Zachary Armstrong says, uh, in Chechnya, we don't go to hospital. We just chop limb off with a shot of vodka and duct tape it closed. (laughs) And then uh, Joshua Leshovsky says, Uh, Who are you kidding? We don't have duct tape in Chechnya. We have just Band-Aid we got from Uncle.
1: (laughs) Gross. I thought that was really funny. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. Okay. Um,
0: And then then Joshua uh, has another response. He said, you can call it the sour wing and just stick Moscow and his soundboard in it. It's less of a treatment wing, more of a sacrificial chamber. Got it. So, of course, I had to include that. Brute Jabs says, uh, call it the Pacheco wing, where they treat mild racisms toward Maroon 5. Uh, Which is my Uh, T-shirt. Cheese addiction. Blindness. And he says, too soon. I don't really remember a blindness joke, but whatever. Beardy. Um, well, Beardy. Yeah. Oh, there you go. He's yeah. dead, though. Well, we treated that. He's gone. Yeah. So, it's fine. <laughs> Fix that um, shit. Broken, he- broken heel bones, diabetes from all those cookies, tiger maulings from dating apps, and vitamin B and cigarette overuse.
1: That was all one thing? That was all one thing, yeah. That's too many
3: things. But it references all of us. Yeah. yeah. Well, not me, because I'm perfect, but all of you.
1: <laughs> all right. It's very yeah.
5: Inclusive um, I the cheese addiction. I think, mm, you Ashley, you're probably, right. That yeah, probably is yeah. shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the struggle is real. Brian King <laughs> says the rat pad specializes in podiatry, depression, and man buns. Okay. I think I know wow. who they're talking about. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know who they're talking about. Not me. Uh, Barley Boy says, "Doctor Homebrews Hop Back Clinic. Want to be cured of your hazy addiction? Want to finally be able to drink an, <laughs> an NEIPA? We can help cure both ailments. Need a real doctor? Go to a real hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Uh, Rob Long, if you know what I mean, says uh, the Bleeder's <laughs> Wing, dedicated to ball sack repairs. Every everyone gets a free man. Landscaped lawnmower 2.0 when it's time to go home.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Sco- Scotty B. says a mental hospital that specializes in bounce of haze craze. Okay. And then finally, Austin yeah. says the Waka Waka Ward, treating anyone from boner chicken losers to death pool winners and all bear behinds in between. Okay.
1: Aww. Um All right. I'm going to narrow this down quickly. Please do. Baby. It's between Dr. Homebrew, um, New England IPA attic treatment. Yep. Yeah, yep. And the Everything That's Wrong with Us in this room
0: <laughs> one. When <laughs> um, listed everything. Brew jabs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Pacheco wing, it would be called. Even though. JP, you get to decide. Today. I don't want to decide. Bevo, you
1: get to decide Thank today. you. The Pacheco wing.
0: The Pacheco Wing. There uh, you go. Brew Jabs. Good job, dude. There
1: we go. Wait, that's different than the Everything Wrong. Is that the same one? That was the same one. Yeah. The Pacheco Wing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It was just a really long one. I wrote it. <laughs> it was a really yeah. long one, yeah. All right. Uh, we are going to send you some Ocean View Brew Works swag. There we go. the winner of our Twitter game today. All right. JP? Yes? I brought you a gift bag today. Oh, can I open it finally? Open it. All right. I want you to check it out. Let me make sure I've ahead. been promising you this, and I finally came through. It's very important stuff. Oh, my goodness. Especially right, go. if you end up in the hospital wing that treats ball problems. <laughs>
0: Oh, I got my lawnmower. Hell yeah. You got
1: your manscaped
0: lawnmower. That's right. Thank you very much. Now that one... This is a 3.0. Yeah,
1: mine is the 2.0. Man, well, I'm better than you. You have stepped up from that. You have the manscaped 3.0, which I'm not even really supposed to mention until next month. But they sent it, and I couldn't resist giving it. Don't... You hear that? Yeah. yeah. Well, look at the light on <laughs> it. It has a like a. Right <laughs> I don't think mine has a magic light like that. You uh, need that. Well, you're blind. shaving, like you have in, to shave
5: in the dark. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: I mean, things just get dark down there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta. Uh, it's true. I want you to report back. I will about the difference in what you. What do you? What have you been shaving down there with? Um, grooming
0: clippers, man. Hair clippers. Hair clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a separate hair clipper and a separate uh, hair clipper.
1: You can use that. In the shower also so like less mess on the bathroom floor i'm all about that so like the kitchen or wherever you do it i, I maid hates cleaning up my ball here so <laughs> yeah um all right. all right what else do you got uh, yeah i brought you a little bit of everything from manscaped a little
0: ball deodorant wow, we're gonna smell so good finally i know we get sponsors that understand that we stink
1: so what are the names of these things what, uh, what's the first thing you pulled out there crop
0: preserver <laughs> anti-chafing ball deodorant
1: yeah that stuff's wow. that stuff's good. Ow. I've used it.
0: Okay, a uh, foot duster. Yeah, foot deodorant. Yeah,
1: they're 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 all about yeah, the dude. little sweaty crevices that we have. You know, your
0: feet feel anytime your feet feel funky. Yeah, that that's good. I like you. Got to love alliteration. Yeah, uh, crop cleanser. I don't know why I couldn't say the word crop. Hair and body wash.
1: Yeah, that's like a full wash. I haven't tried that yet, so I'd like you to get back to me on that okay. one too. It smells good. Yeah, oh, Manscaped so. has the full line. Well, I'm gonna.
0: I regret doing that. I like
1: that all our sponsors are about cleaning ourselves up lately. I know.
0: It's yeah. like someone R- so dirty, contacted yeah. them and was like, hey, these guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> these so. children. Yeah. Uh, crop mop ball wipes.
1: Now, these are the ones I've been telling you about. Should I try these right now? Yeah, why okay. not? Uh, so those are individually <laughs> wrapped. Everyone threw up in the studio. We
4: have new <laughs> beer coming out. Yeah, Bye yeah. In a second here.
1: <laughs> so those come in like that big package right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But inside, they're all individually wrapped. So like Open if you it. just have... Having a bad day. Like bing, or you're packages. in or you're or you're in a rush, so you, you can just a do a quick mop up with the crop mop. You
0: need to mop balls. Oh yeah, look Check at that. that out. Look like little uh, like individual lotions.
1: Yeah, open one up and see what it smells like. I find the smell look, pleasant. Please. I especially compared to your normal ball smell.
0: Well, every once in a while se, I like to th- throw you a curveball.
1: Yeah. Smell yeah. that. What do you think? Oh, yeah. yeah. Teresa, give it a, Give it a whiff. Just, what do you think?
3: Just you're now going to know what Justin and JP's balls smell
1: like.
0: Oh, in the, in the future.
1: <laughs> it's way better it's than you imagined, kind of, isn't it? <laughs> some
0: kind of
5: really awkward knowledge.
1: <laughs> it's nice, though, right? It's like... It, I, it's like I
5: wouldn't
0: of be offended like, if somebody's balls right. smelled like that, honestly.
1: See? And that's what I feel like. All if right. you're in a rush, you got to get out of the house real quick. Take a quick mop.
0: Yep. You're good to go. <laughs> I don't want it. You're to go. Yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. I
1: don't want it. I don't want all right. That's you can get all of this over at manscaped.com. And if you use our coupon code brewing, you're going to get 20% off plus free shipping. What else is in your bag there? Uh, I got
0: the plow 2.0, which you gave me
1: already. But I won't but not use the that. 1. So 0. I thought you'd have a, you could use another one. Oh well, yeah. I, mean, I appreciate that. That's a regular shaver <laughs> I know, for your it's face. It's all right. about like you're growing <laughs> the crop all the time.
0: <laughs>
4: We to I keep am a the crops in their lives. I am a the farmer. Road. Well, we as yeah, as sorry.
0: as uh, previous farmers, you guys know you have to tend to your crops, right? Yes. Have to. Yeah. Fertilizer.
5: It's Up yep.
4: on the Is there
5: Fertilizer. Can you yeah. imagine? You really the, need to make a fertilizer. Can you imagine the farmers market? I don't that need a fertilizer. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that might be <laughs>
0: counterproductive. These, these, these things Pearls.
1: need to not grow. Uh, the
0: cologne smells good. It kind of smells like the uh, crop mop. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they have a hey, motif. They
1: kind of keep it. Don't spray it though. No, don't it, spray uh, it. <laughs> it gets pretty it right strong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's uh, that it's one's very, nice. It's refined. So that's Just that's FYI. the sack I brought you from Manscaped, <laughs> JP.
0: From from your sack. Yeah. to my sack.
1: Go to manscaped.com. Use no, coupon code no. brewing right now. You're going to get 20% off plus free shipping. And it's all really good stuff. I yeah. use it I use it all daily now.
0: I love it. Thank you, Justin. Yeah. Just what I wanted. <laughs> More attention for my wiener. Yeah. Manliness.
1: Really, Taryn will be the one who thanks me.
4: You're going to wipe that all yeah. over? Yeah. I'm really I don't
8: know. I'm kind of into it.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> see? <laughs> these are Vanagon camping essentials. Ah, right? uh,
8: they're perfect. When you're out in the bush Man, and totally. you're you're camping,
1: Like, yeah. I can We're definitely not gonna lie. see using that.
8: Yeah. Freshen you right up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: All right. Thank you to Manscaped. Thank you to our guest tonight, Ocean View Brew Works. We appreciate you guys hanging out and having beers with us and bringing us beer. Uh, I will be coming to the brewery soon so we can, we can share bus stories. Um, all right, also go to uh, iTunes or the Google Play Store and search Ocean View Bruce and you can download their app so that you can get access to their very limited first edition barrel beer, um, which will be available on February 8th, um, and then their second year anniversary party on February 9th. So go check that all out. Uh, next week on the show, my last show for a while, I think. But yeah. I'm hitting the road. That's right. Um, but we've got Del Cielo Brewing Company from <laughs> nice. from my... That's m- not next week. From my Martinez. That's what's That's, on the calendar. No, you're oh, in the Crucible. wrong month. Crucible That's giving you a wag of the week. finger. That's not good. When's Del Cielo? Next month? Oh, they're, they're the last of February. Last in February. Got it. Yeah. Sorry. Crucible Brewing. More beer for me. Where are they from?
3: I think... Virginia, but no. they're in studio.
1: Really? Oh, gee.
3: And I could be making that up. I'm not exactly sure, but I know they're <laughs> flying in she to be only in the
1: studio. Produces the show. They Excuse opened up next me, door I four ne- years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I
0: think they're from Jupiter. I can't. Uh, <laughs> one of the planets. I yeah, don't know. I'll get SpaceX back. SpaceX flew <laughs>
1: them in. <laughs> I hate um,
4: you you can drive a Tesla. They'll be. it's yeah. <laughs> That's That's right.
1: fine. Okay, so Crucible Brewing. Yes. And then the next time you hear from me after that, it'll be from the road. Our oh, yeah. our tour. The tour Washington. I was three-hour <laughs> tour Washington, <laughs> D.C. or the state? Definitely the state. You don't have any idea. Okay, no. the state. There's more than one.
0: <laughs> I get it. Shut
1: yeah. up. <laughs> right.
0: homeschooled I mean,
1: what are you going to do? Yeah, it was. Are you homeschooling, Abigail? I forget. God no. Good idea. <laughs> No. Yeah.
3: Well. And I was homeschooled for half of one year.
1: It shows. That's where well, I used Sam.
4: to teach homeschool for five years, so it's okay.
1: You to, to your kids?
4: No, my kids were too young, but I ran a homeschool program.
1: How the uh, fuck is it homeschool if it's not your kids? That's somebody else's homeschool. <laughs> That's a
0: Montessori um, school. <laughs> <Cool>.
1: Entrepreneurialism <laughs> is known what
4: it's as
0: called. <laughs> yeah.
4: It's called making money. Okay. I'm sorry. That's what so I did.
0: <laughs> you developed a program for other parents homeschooling their children? I did. I okay. ran
4: that. That's how we funded the brewery opening.
1: I see. Yeah. You're like, don't want to go to school? Neither do I. I'll come to your house and teach your kids. Actually,
4: no. Send them all to me. I don't want to be in your house. They're not my favorite place to be. But send your kids to me. They can come hang out for a few hours. We did a program. But you don't do that anymore? I tutor still part-time, but I we needed health insurance, and... So I that's had to a Helping real jump.
1: <laughs> yeah, gets you yeah, every time. Does,
4: right? That's what it was. Yeah, mine <laughs> keeps going
1: up too. I know why. I don't know. It just does as it's your the, age keeps going. The, up. The premium goes up, and the and the benefits go down every hmm. goddamn year.
3: Yeah, and then I, your copay goes up and your deductible. Yeah, kids, every year.
1: And I read it's it like business, a few years horrible. ago. Remember when I like mm. almost died? Yeah, or whatever. Vividly, uh, I had excellent insurance and I've never changed my policy they just keep changing it yeah and now I pay almost twice as much for half the shit well, I so- was in
4: Kaiser the other day and this guy was trying to get glasses he said well my doctor wrote me the same prescription but now it cost me $75 more and they were like yeah well there's a charge <laughs> Yeah. He couldn't understand it. It makes all the sense of health insurance in the world. Yeah. It makes no sense.
1: It doesn't make sense. Well, at yeah. least
4: on beer, we're transparent on prices. Yeah. You want to pay $7 a pint? You get a pint of beer. It's this much. There's your ounces.
1: Yeah. You, you just but you don't just change, see. He's change it without telling anybody. We you know? tried that
4: once. People got mad. people get mad. They don't. They they have, like
1: nobody it. gets mad about health insurance. They can't do anything about you should. it. This is why I'm bored to death. I don't smoke. I don't drink because I can't afford the fucking no. health insurance anymore.
0: You're just waiting to
1: live. That's uh, all you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. A you're fucking less, waste.
4: You're probably less healthy now too. I
1: probably am, and I'm bored. Yeah, yeah.
4: For Stop me, being oh, so man. boring.
1: Give me a beer.
3: For me, Sam and Abby, I pay. $1200 a month for health insurance. Wow.
5: Holy crap! We might need wow. to reconfigure it. Hurts my shop. heart.
1: We're uh, gonna figure evil. this out. I don't think.
0: I really think we pay like eighty bucks because we get it through
1: Terrence's work. Yeah. See, if somebody in the family has a job yeah. that, that has health, it yeah. works. But Devo and I don't have jobs. Yeah, that's but. not how that works. <laughs> no, neither does Sam for that matter. Well, yeah. Well,
4: I teach first grade now and work a lot of hours for no money, but we have
1: health insurance. Yeah. So. yeah, it's, it's worth you it. You guys
4: want to be part of our family? I be the beer family. Yeah.
0: yeah, Just yeah that. That's right. That would be cool. Well, when President right. Andrew Yang gives up each a thousand
1: dollars a month it'll be smooth sailing from here on boys love it yeah all right let's get out of here shall we all right thanks everybody for tuning in tonight we'll see you next time jp get us out of here
0: get out of here Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Thank you to Ocean View Brew Works from trucking all the way inland from Albany, California. Learn more about their beers and their app over at oceanviewbrews.com. Do you have extra money? If so, head over to patreon.com slash earsup and support JP in his quest to become supported monetarily by you. If you love Twitter and homebrew info, follow Nate Smith and Nathan Homebrew, Mike at TC McD, and you can unfollow Warren at Another Beardy. Our newest brewcaster, Teresa, is online at Pasuti Brews and Crooked Lane Brewing. Keep track of JP over on Instagram at Major Jip, and you can find Bebo there as well at Beverly M. Moore. She would love it if you followed her. Be sure to find the Brew Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ah, yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. yeah. Just of my sky and when- winning